Here we go. We're on. We don't have the the do 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 that oh, stuff. You're gonna put that in a second. Yeah, I gotta put it in later. Okay. This is gonna be a noisy episode. <laughs> uh, it's get we keep getting noisier every episode. I, I know. Like, well, I also am not prepared right now. You should have adjusted your chair like I should have done ago. all of this <laughs> a long time ago. Okay, welcome to the Rough and Tumble Podcast, everybody. You're listening to the Rough and Tumble Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one. Are we recording right now? Yeah, we've been recording. Oh. Nobody ever Don't tell me. We need a, a record, a uh, on air line. On air, yeah. yeah. Specifically for you, for you, one facing you. Um, we had our our seminar this weekend. And Boom! And guess what? Lizzie lied and didn't go. She didn't go. I yep. did not go. I had but every I, intention. I donated my car. She did. So, That's what I hear. So Bob can go. So I don't feel too bad. I, I really, had, th- I really think that Johnny should have brought that that O three Tundra. I was going to. I really, I really was. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't. That it was, was raining, and I don't have any way to store. It's a single cab, mm, so I don't have anywhere. Equip- yeah, with the know. bags and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's true. And so I got to get like a. I got to buy like a toolbox or a cover or something. Wow. But uh, I was yeah, hoping I, we would have been able to drag race the tundras. I traded a, a used gi for a car this which, past week, which is I think a great deal. I think it. Uh, what kind of gi was it? A tatami. Uh, the levy ones mm. it was it's, it's pretty gee nailed it and it fits him well so good for him really? i've never everybody around me always gets way better deals on things in life than i do yeah well it, that's not the whole deal i mean i'm actually gonna pay him but that's just a, that's a weird down payment yeah it is <laughs> i told him i'm gonna tell everybody that i bought this car with a used gee um so i'm pretty proud of that he's like what do you got in your pocket uh, well, two buttons and a piece of chewing gum. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Take it. <laughs> Deal. It's that trading up thing. It is. It's weird. So was this used ghee someone else's, like a child's? <laughs> no. Uh, did you own the ghee or did you? I actually did. It shrunk up so much what? that it can fit Cecil. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. For reference, Cecil's like 4'11". Yeah. And you're like 6'4". He's, he's 65. <laughs> is he really? He's a blue belt under me. Yeah. He's 65 and... Uh, I always I always pick on him, telling me he's uh, baking cookies in a tree. <laughs> Love you, Cecil. He doesn't listen. He doesn't have. He told us he doesn't do any form of social media. But if he ever listens to this, good for sh- him. Shout out to Cecil. Good for him. You know, so I've been off Facebook now for uh, since July. No, August. It doesn't matter. I've been off for several months. That's and it. Just yeah. a few months? Well, the longest I went before uh, was two years. And the only reason that I brought it back was because um, we had to uh, do an announcement uh, for my daughter's birth a couple years ago. Oh. And then we just never turned them back off. But um, Speaking of announcements, you have an announcement, don't you? Didn't you find out the gender of your newest baby? Yeah, it's another <laughs> girl. So, oh, man. Awesome. So the theory behind that is is um, exposure to radiation. So the because you live on base. No, because I, <laughs> I fly airplanes. Did I sit right above the radio uh, the the radar on? Because radiation creates women. We do, I think it has something to do with the uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it creates uh, the Hulk 
and females. <laughs> but I think it does do something like that because almost all my flying buddies have a dis- disproportionate amount of females. Is this uh, something that the doctor told you? Nope. This is something that we have used. What do you? What is it called when you when you just observe something to be fact over a long period of time? Scientific observation. Yep, that's but what not that is. scientific. Well, it's your opinion. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has to go under like testing, right? It has been going like, under testing. Need, I have tested have it five a, different times. Five different times. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only five times we've had sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I considered going out and testing with other people to see if the, as the, what they would call a, uh, would that be a double blind study? No, that's illegal. You can't do that. It's illegal. Babe, it's for science. It's okay? illegal to blindfold when you do that. <laughs> it doesn't work out that it way. It doesn't work out. I think you go to jail for that. Um, so It's for science. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do this, girl. I'm sorry. Um, we girl? Had girl? Huh. Female? Woman? Um, you talk for the you? record, that's where I would be putting my seed would be in a girl. Oh, I, I just I can't imagine Mitch like talking to his fiance like, okay, girl, Listening. this is this is where I, what's this is what I'm gonna oh, do, girl. Oh no, I didn't mean like that. <laughs> Listen here, girl. <laughs> You'd be surprised how I talk to her. No, I'm, probably not. You're exactly right. I don't I don't refer to her as girl. <laughs> I think mostly Lizzie's picturing me because I talk to her that way. I'm like, yes, girl. I'm very respectful. That is true. I call her woman. Woman. Oh wow. Um, I'm impressed. The I've been trying to talk about our seminar for the past no five minutes. We have fun. I'm excited about it, dude. Dude, it was a great. Um, I would say it was a great turnout. It was, but it was the similar turnout that I've received for my seminars. Mm. But this was the first time you've actually come and got to go down there. Yeah. Um, and I would say that it was a fairly awesome success. Yeah. Like, awesome I really felt good about the seminar itself our mm-hmm. con you know like the the stuff that we presented mm-hmm. the way that it was presented and the environment and all of it, it was that was the first time you and I have ever taught together mm-hmm. um so it was kind of neat for me to be able to pick up because all the butterfly stuff you were showing um like it actually improved mine like awesome. it was really cool um mm-hmm. that detail you have about scooting the hip in to really get I'm so sorry. Nope, Lizzie, every time. Every... I fucked it up. I'm sorry. He was telling was me how good sure. I am. You ruined this. <laughs> For once in your every life. Every time. We... <laughs> That's what I need to do. That's like my job on earth is to fuck it up whenever you're doing uh, good. It's worked out. But, okay. uh, but yeah, the, the getting underneath the hips that way. Because concept, conceptually, I know to get under the hips. Yeah. I just wasn't sure how to do it because I never, I never scoop underneath for that elevator sweep going to the opposite side. I typically will just like, uh, go laterally. Yeah. Like kind of like open up and lateral it. Mm -hmm. But, um, that little detail was huge. And so I was really paying attention to that piece. Um, it's okay that you showed a guard pass after we specifically talked about the fact that I was going to show guard passes (laughs) and that you were going to show the sweeps. (laughs) I was like, I guess, uh, I guess, uh, all right, guys, we're just going to Well, my do guard pass was here. like, I didn't realize that your guard pass was going to be exactly so the spe- same one. Yeah, so <laughs> specific to the position that we were doing. I thought you were going to just, like the way that you described it, I thought it was going to be just like a uh, general butterfly guard pass. Like, you know, how I have like, I'm Well, I was originally going arm. to do that. Um, like, I, I was pretty sure when we talked about it, I said, hey, I'm going to show the headstand <laughs> pass. There's no, there's only Sorry, like bro. one handstand pass. 
And that's why, if you notice at the end, when it was my turn to teach, like I just showed it once. Yeah. And I was like, all right, guys, go ahead. You know what, though? I have competition <laughs> footage of me doing that pass. We don't know that I don't. I don't have it. <laughs> it's funny. All I saw was Mitch getting his ass kicked. Yeah, I've, I showed her the highlights of. I made a highlight. I'm currently creating a highlight reel of me at that seminar, just throwing Mitch oh, and God, stabbing so you. Oh yeah, and, he did stab me. <laughs> that was my favorite. Part. All of me talking shit to you the whole time, calling you ugly. <laughs> the uh, I was like, where'd you get a knife? Dude, it was so funny because if there's one thing that I love humor wise is that it's dedication to a joke like i love it and so when he pulled that out and i even asked him i said where did you get that because it was sitting on the back like i had seen the whole shelf that had all like the knives and the guns on it and stuff and it was like 30 minutes he had that in there for 30 minutes <laughs> wait for, so was it for a, a bunch five of second it was really joke. big too stab him in the side <laughs> was it like a fake like plastic knife? Yeah. yeah so there were just like plastic knives and guns back there well it's a martial arts studio yeah so, i didn't know so that. we do weapon and gun like weapon retention and i've never seen that, that in johnny's gym yeah i don't have any yeah, johnny doesn't do any of that why stuff. the fuck don't you have fake knives and guns? i actually need to order them yeah because <laughs> they do a lot of like self-defense i would stuff come and... if you had those kind of objects <laughs> yeah. yeah that sounds like fun <laughs> Mm, I'm just gonna cut that out and not give any context to that quote, <laughs> and we're gonna throw it out there. On... We're gonna keep that in. I'd come if you had those kind of objects. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> That's gonna go on Instagram for sure. But I thought the uh, the people that always come in to that turn uh, to that seminar, uh, I'm familiar with a lot of them, and uh, Mitch knows everybody. So I, it's fairly easy to say that um, I I get around. <laughs> And, um, we know, <laughs> but they're all really good people and they share kind of the same mindset as us, um, with that campaign that I've been on about sharing jujitsu with everybody, Yeah, you know, and cause there were three, at least three separate teams, mm -hmm. um, that showed up there, both, uh, under the you know, Gracie Baja, um, there was another Gracie banner there. And then of course the GF team guys that were there. My team too. And LDMA. then, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So even LDMA was there. So we had four teams, mm -hmm. four separate teams, all in attendance, which is exactly what I wanted to, you know, I think we envisioned that as part of, as part of the uh, rough and tumble tour. Yeah. So we got one stop. The rough and tumble tour. But, and then we're going to go on our second tour the next time that yeah, somebody, somebody wants us to do something. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but it was a smashing success. We got a Patreon follower out of mm -hmm. it. And honestly, I feel like if somebody picked up, uh, if anybody picked up on just kind of what we were preaching about training together and training is, uh, under the jujitsu flag mm -hmm. instead of the individual flag. Um, if somebody picked up on that, then I'm happy. I don't care about any of the other stuff. That was great. And I want to, I also kind of don't want people to get the wrong idea like i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to build a globetrotter you know like yeah. the bjj globetrotter thing like that's not what i'm trying to do mm -hmm. i think that having a team is important i think that having um and being proud of your team is yes and too, being yeah. proud of your team is extremely important uh and supporting your team and your coach and your family is very important my point is is that that team should not blind you to the fact that it's okay to have you know experiences with other teams mm -hmm. uh whereas the globetrotter guys they kind of say hey look we're no real team there's no team there's no lineages there's no nothing it's just everybody training together which is cool it's like a collective i get yeah. that 
but um, I do believe that there has to be some structure, mm-hmm. like you know. I'm I'm actually a part of the Globe Trotter team. Oh really? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Haven't see- you seen how tall Johnny is? And <laughs> his color of skin. We got Curly Joe over here. Um Yeah, no, I'm I uh like whenever he first started that stuff, I was like pretty interested in mm-hmm. it and like signed up with it and everything and started I don't know, kind of promoting it and did like a feature on their Snapchat and those kinds of things and then i want to go out to one of their camps eventually mm-hmm. um but i haven't gotten a chance to well that'd be i mean broke ass bitch i know same yeah. but not anymore <laughs> since the rough and tumble podcast seminar <laughs> things are pay- looking up for me <laughs> oh man can you imagine it's been a really it's been a uh, pretty amazing week for you you got a new truck yeah and uh you made a couple hundred dollars i got enough money to make that make a payment on that truck <laughs> <laughs> that's the cycle of life yeah um so you measure success mm-hmm. but the podcast is now going to be able to stream video yep so that was... we'll, we'll have the whole thing up on youtube it's currently up on youtube but like the whole video mm-hmm. up on YouTube, all three hours of us talking. Hey, I think it's going to work because like I said, I used to sit and watch the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Lizzie yeah. hates, Lozy, excuse That's me. Okay. Lozy Kalogi. I cannot stand <clears throat> Joe Rogan. I'm sorry to everyone out there that likes to listen to him, but his voice, it, it reminds me. Kind of huh? He just has that type of voice. I uh, imagine what you think about mine then. Oh, I hate it. I knew you did. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like being yelled at all the time. Are you afraid of like, my voice? No, I oh. feel like Joe Rogan's just always yelling at me. Yeah. Your voice is really pleasant since I've turned you down in the mix. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> it's sounding great now. Um, yeah. Oh, and I threw Mitch. <laughs> oh, God. It hurts so like bad. I forgot times. about that. Yeah. Dude, wait. We already talked about that. We got to. We got Yeah, you did. But we we need to put that on the Instagram. Like. Um, mm-hmm. I can't wait to show you the videos it's I have so on, good. On, the, on my computer. <laughs> it's so funny. You can see the fear in Mitch's eyes. I was thinking Dude. because you, when you look at me and the effort that I put into the throw, you're like, what? Why did Mitch throw himself on the ground like that? I did not. And so I wanted, so to, I wanted to line it up with where soccer players fake like they're getting hit. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like rolling around on the ground. And then you throw a Peter Griffin scene in yeah. there. Ah. Dude, it, it really did hurt. And I remember um, I was reminded why I don't like judo. And... <laughs> And you're like, oh, are you a good uki? I'm like, yeah. I mean, I like to think I've got 12 years worth of experience doing it. And then uh, when you threw me, when I watched the video, you were right. It didn't look like you tried at all. <laughs> but when you did it to me, it was just like, I felt like you had like the infinity stones in your feet. <laughs> <laughs> so that particular throw comes from my Muay Thai background. Because yeah. in clinch that I, I hit that little foot trip and that was like my thing. That's all I would look for in Dude. the clinch was hitting that trip. And so it translates so well into, yeah. into the gi for me. Once I found, figured out that the Osotogari and that Sase Serakomi like go together, it like unlocked judo for me. It was mostly what you did with my upper torso. Like that's what you can't see in the video is the way you manipulated my shoulders. Yeah. Cause it wasn't that you got my foot out from underneath me. Like I knew that you were going to trip me with my foot. So I got a little light because I have a metal plate in that foot on mm-hmm. that, and that ankle. So I'm, I'm kind of always babying it. So I did kind of like a little bit of a hop step, 
But that hop step is what gave you the momentum yeah. to sling me around. And I thought I spun more than that. Yeah. <laughs> when I looked at the video, I was like, I just spun once? <laughs> you were belly down on the ground. And for a minute, I was like, he's okay. He's okay. And then I was like, oh, dude, he's been down there for a minute. <laughs> don't tell mom. Not. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. <laughs> don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> we're both going to get in trouble. <laughs> you could tell on Mitch's face. He was just like, okay, that's yeah. enough of that. <laughs> and then you did it like three more times. Oh, uh, good times. It was fun. That was great. Fun to watch. I really enjoyed it. The After that first sucks. one, I did not want to get thrown again. So I um, was hoping that I would, I would, I at that point, I was like, I'm going to be the worst Uki ever so that Johnny gets frustrated and decides to use someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Poor uh, Adam, that purple belt that, that, was, that mm -hmm. I brought. I think he was watching that in Glee because I've done that to him Dude, so many he times. Said, he said you can see in the video where it starts shaking because he's laughing. <laughs> him and uh nicole and i i do it to him like i know that they're gonna go with the throw so i just do it like i don't even care about him you know <laughs> and they commit to it it's great i it, love it judo. Was so hard um that in i liked the uh the fellowship afterwards the fellowship i yeah. thought that that was really good yeah we had a dude it was really a good time the uh so. did you get what did probably you guys... wasn't the best idea no that we worst Worse, here's here's why Did it wasn't break? a bad idea that we drank. Here's why it was a bad idea, is I didn't drink any water all mm. the way there. I had a honey bun whenever I got to the gas station and met up with you. Oh god! And then taught a kids seminar, and then drank three beers. Still That's no it. water. Yeah, no water. I had some. I had a shrimp po' boy. And then that's what I have every Johnny time. Johnny always if orders I'm in the a state shrimp po' boy. Yeah, I'm a shrimp po' boy. And it's never good. Dude, we went, and no, he keeps it was ordering delicious. It. I loved it. Okay, well, you've I, had good. one good shrimp No, that's not true. No, that's not true. The, you, <laughs> you remember the uh, where I fell in love with that girl in New Orleans that was playing music on, on the street? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was really good shrimp po' boy. That was just like fried shrimp me, and a got bun. Me hooked. Yeah, that's a po' boy. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, you guys know where the name Po Boy comes from, right? Mm. Um, no, so no. it's it's oh, no. it stands for poor boy. It it comes from the phrase poor boy. Yeah, um, I can imagine. And so like uh, in like the you know the twenties and thirties and forties and stuff like that, um, street vendors would sell that um, to make extra money for the uh, union workers who were eating on their mm -hmm. lunch breaks and stuff, and they would just call them Po Boys, Po Boy sandwiches, because it was nothing. It was just a, a hoagie with seafood on it that's yeah what it was, so johnny likes the simple things it's mm -hmm. so good and then you usually put they, you know they have sauce they put on there yeah it be mayonnaise or coleslaw whatever but the moral it. of the story was don't drink uh alcohol and not water mm -hmm. and then train because then you just dehydrate yourself even more i hurt really wow. bad today i hurt Thank you for that. horribly i hurt my neck I felt sick whenever I was training the whole time, <laughs> and I pushed through it, but it was rough. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. And then Johnny just kept making references to being drunk while he was teaching. <laughs> so, yeah, it was an adult seminar. I they know, knew what they were getting into. I looked around at a couple of the adults, and at one point, they were kind of talking to each other, and I'm assuming it was... The first time you made the joke, it was like, oh, ha, ha. <laughs> and then like a couple more times, I think people started to go... Oh, he's being serious. <laughs> like, Three beers gets me there, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was feeling it. Yeah, because Adam had two, and then you and I had three. You were only going to have two, mm -hmm. and then I was like, no, you're going to have another one. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I guess I'm having another one. Yeah, and so being dehydrated probably helped with being inebriated. But what are you going to do? Nope.
I like it for the experience. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you gotta like, yeah, you gotta torture yourself sometimes just for the the love of the game. Plus, it makes for a good story. Like mm-hmm. we'll always talk about the time that we got. And we weren't drunk. Let's make it very clear. Like, no, I mean, yeah, I was... we only had three beers, but that's drunk for me. That's too, like, yeah, for two guys who don't drink that often. Like, you know, plus we were probably both dehydrated because I, you know, I know I was, I, I'd been, um, hadn't got a, a lot of sleep throughout the week and, uh, was pretty tired. I'd stay oh, with my sisters. Likewise. Stuff, so. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I'm like I drink pear ciders. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> have one with the dinner. most girly drinks that I've ever seen. Amazing. What are those white claws? Yeah, white claws. I, I didn't even know what those, those were. Those and Johnny's like, "Oh, have you had these white claws?" And I was like, "No." So I have, um, and maybe Lizzie can answer this better than me because she's a doctor. But um, it's a it's a disorder not a disorder but it's a genetic deficiency that asians have as well where the ethanol um your body can't break the ethanol down and so uh if i drink certain alcohols it gives me asthmatic symptoms so i'll wheeze and like my chest will tighten up and everything like that and i'll usually get a rash on my chest and um white claws are one of the drinks that will do that so does crown apple and any f- oh, sort of that's corn one of my favorites i know is crown apple i have to if i drink more than like three little cocktails actually I'll start to... i apologize crown apple is nothing crown vanilla crown vanilla yeah mm, that's another one that does that it shit is good certain whiskeys corn uh corn alcohol like vodka will do it hmm. um budweiser does not so that's unfortunate it's really weird i don't know what it is so it's you're just, just doomed to be a redneck and drink budweiser yeah. your whole life it's you know i never thought about it like that where <laughs> it's because my it, dna is so ingrained <laughs> with redneck trash just everyone from louisiana they natty can only drink i can't natty light bud budweiser my body can't even Bush process <laughs> anything other than straight budweiser and catfish <laughs> um I also <laughs> you're thinking about it now. <laughs> it makes so much sense. You're putting your whole life together right now. <laughs> no, I was thinking about the joke what that you was made in my um, bottle. <laughs> well, we were talking about. I think it was when we got back for the adult seminar, mm. and we were talking about uh, you're getting ready to teach your technique, and you started talking about spousal abuse. But you you weren't like making jokes about spousal abuse, but something to the effect of like you told me to stay in the truck or something like no, that. yeah instead <laughs> i've been drinking i'm feeling abusive that's today. what it was yeah because I, sta- I i hit a knife and then stabbed mitch that's what it was i threw him on the ground like i did that with the osoto gari too yep. i threw you like three times yes you did and was just really i was rude and aggressive was, well every technique I'm you sorry. showed whenever you showed the arm lock you almost broke my nose and then <laughs> and then you elbowed me and that's when i was like that's when you heard me go every fucking time and that's <laughs> no, what i was that referring to was that the elbow i think i like landed on your face one time too <laughs> yeah whenever i swept you because like, like none of this makes any sense like johnny has to have more body control than this <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well also i've never you didn't know anything that i was about to do yeah and how that reaction was gonna go it was yeah you know how that is like yeah when you're going with somebody you know? oh yeah because you were doing the barambolo piece and you came back over <laughs> yeah and then you hit me in the oh head. that's what it yeah. was yeah. yeah it was like every time you showed a technique i was getting hurt mm-hmm. i was like this doesn't make I'll sense t- i'll teach like a barambolo on somebody that like i've sometimes like when people don't know 
what you're trying to do, then they like accidentally defend it. You know, like mm-hmm. somebody will just like stiffen out while I'm trying to bear and bolo. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you see, like you adjust your legs and then you do it. And they're like three feet away from you. And I'm like, oh, cool. I trained with that guy, Willie, um, the one that was asking you the bear and bolo questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I trained with him afterwards and he was trying to hit it. He was that's trying awesome. to do it. Yeah, good. Uh, I was just shutting it down, you know? Yeah, right. So, I mean, that's how it goes. Bear and bolo doesn't work in the streets. So. No. Everybody knows that. That's I reserve those moves for like, that's like my uh, my Hail Mary. Like nothing else is working. I'm gonna throw this at him and see see where it goes. You're like and, I'm gonna I'm gonna dangle this toe hold in front of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but the like most of the time it's it's higher level guys that it ends up happening with. Like, Hashtag Kevin Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, but it's always like those higher level guys where they're shutting down my butterfly and my X guard. Like it mm. works on Jared. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it worked on Danilo one time when he came in, but whatever. So after the QAnon um, episode that we did last week, mm-hmm. I started like going down some rabbit holes again. Good, yeah. With the conspiracy need stuff, some content. <laughs> and uh, I started looking in. There was another one. Oh yeah, I was looking. I looked into PizzaGate again. Yeah. And then I realized how ridiculous mm, that was. Pizza. Do you want to order pizza tonight? Ooh. Stuff crust from Pizza Hut? No, we have food. <laughs> that's what every mom says. <laughs> she says that to me every fucking day. Well, that's, I mean, we spend our no, money on groceries. That's hilarious. Bob yeah. wants to go out to eat right. and be unhealthy. Let's go back to Pizza Gate. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have, that's exactly what my mom says. No, we have food. Yeah. Well, I know that. I don't want to eat any of it, though. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this anymore. I want to talk about Pizza Gate. <laughs> but I was thinking about how, um, Somebody brought up the because they were from New York or whatever, and they had brought up the fact that like they've been to that pizzeria, mm-hmm. and they were like, "It's there's no way." Wait, time out. I yes. don't even know what you guys are talking about. What? what? Can you explain the subject? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. okay, there's a thing. Oh, actually, Alex Jones had a lot to do with it. Oh, I was oh, yeah. I was gonna say that Joe Rogan reminds me of Alex Jones. Yeah, and vice versa. He's like the he's like a more conservative version of Alex Jones. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so they basically perpetuated this idea. Oh, that, I think I remember this. But oh, now keep you going, remember. Keep yeah. going. I remember the Alex Jones and the pizza. Yeah. Keep the going, Clintons though. had a pedophile. <laughs> the pedophile ring. Yes. And yes, and um, it was like in a pizza shop or something. Yeah, there was yeah. a like a basically a sex dungeon and a pizza shop, and there was like a bunch of satanic imagery. All it was Comet it. Pizza was the name of the pizzeria. Was it in uh, D.C.? It's New York, I think. Oh, Comet Pizza? Isn't that the one from Toy Story? What? Is that what you said? Comet Pizza? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one from Toy Story, isn't it? What know. does that have to do with yeah. location? Yeah. Are you just making a generalized comment? No. Maybe the that name, makes sense. The name of the pizza place is Comet Pizza. It was Comet Ping Pong. Oh, my God. The name anyway. of the pizza place in Toy Story is Comet Pizza. I'm putting the pieces together. You're making it. You're <laughs> Anyways. So now Disney's involved. Yes. <laughs> um, and John Podesta was the guy who owned pizza, the Comet Pizza Place. It was. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so it had to do with those like email things? Nope. I'm a liar. I was reading Wikipedia the, the wrong Podesto way. Podesto? You're 100. Wait, hold on. Yeah, it was March 2016. The personal email account of John Podesta. Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, oh, was hacked. That's what, and yeah. it like stems from that, In correct? a spear phishing attack. What? That's uh, a weird yeah, name. This is, 
we've got to we've got to stop doing this. We're drawing a weird picture right now in a spear fishing attack. <laughs> That's really it's called. Spear you've fishing. got so far. You've got John Podesto owns a pizza a pizzeria that a sex dungeon is. This is how conspiracies are made. It falsely the the PizzaGate falsely claimed that the emails contained coded messages that connected several U.S. restaurants and high-ranking officials of the Democratic Party with an alleged human trafficking and sex ring, which it's true. It's all true. Uh, one of the establishments allegedly involved was the Comet Ping Pong restaurant and pizzeria in Washington, D.C. You're right. It was in Washington, okay. D.C. And so, but nowhere in the, their searches did they find Epstein Island? Um, they went to a fucking pizza shop instead? It was debunked, apparently. It says the conspiracy theory has widely been discredited and debunked. It has been judged to be false after detailed investigations by the fact-checking website Snopes. So Snopes has the final word. Yep. Yeah. And the New York Times. Numerous news organizations Snopes have debunked it. Snopes and the New York Times. Yeah, they're in the same bed together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after the whole Jeff, Jeff Epstein thing. Which I actually believe, happened. I yeah. believe anything. Nothing is impossible. Well, I mean, isn't that like all the movies that we see and stuff? It was literally like from a movie. Yeah. 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 Like all those things actually happen mm -hmm. which I mean, what do you mean like which things? sex trafficking and well yeah that's a real thing yeah well, we have to get training on it in the military all the time you have the, to sex uh, traffic let me tell you this story speaking of sex trafficking i can't wait so this is sex trafficked i can't yes. wait so i get a phone uh a phone call the other day oh, yeah. you know it's gonna be a story when mitch goes <sighs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. so i won't tell all the details but I will tell some of the details. It doesn't necessarily involve me, but I was involved. So, mm. <laughs> so I get a phone call on Thursday morning from my live-in, right? And she says, I need you to call me immediately. I just got a really creepy phone call. So I'm like, great. So I call her and I said, hey, what's up? And she said that some guy had just called, it was like seven in the morning, by the way, 7.30 in the morning. Some guy had just called her and said, hey, is this beep, beep? See, I don't, I'm hiding her identity because I don't I don't want this creepo to find her. But eventually, but- <laughs> Good it, job. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but if it, <laughs> essentially he knew her first and last name. She has a very, um, um, her last name is, is fairly uncommon. And he could, he knew it and could spell it. Like Kalegi? Yes. Something similar to that, right? Okay. It's actually, that's actually what her last name is. Wow. And uh, I figured it uh -huh. out. And he goes, and she was like, yeah, this, this is beep, beep. And so, um, you living with Mitch? <laughs> it's progressed that far now. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. And so he goes, Hey, um, I got your phone number from someone named Scotty. I bought a camera for him. I bought a digital camera from him. Who and buys digital cameras anymore? Very good question. And he said that there was an SD card in the camera and that the SD card had a ton of naked pictures of her on it and that he wanted to meet up somewhere to give it back to her. Luckily, she's not retarded and didn't fall for it, but did ask for, um, you know, proof, send pictures, send these pictures to me so I can see them to see if this is even me. There's no way this could be me, but you know, and he's like, yeah, it's just a bunch of pictures of you getting out of the shower and all, and like all kinds of creepy stuff. Right. Mm, so he does, he <laughs> so he does send the pictures. Uh, and they were, you know, obviously stock photos from porn sites. Right. Um, and she's like, that's not me. 
And he's like, oh. And then he starts trying to like sext with her. And he finally she was just like, I'm calling the cops. Like this is we're done. Yeah. I turned it into to the Air Force Office of Special Investigations. Um, but ultimately, what can you do? Because there's so many text map uh, uh, masking apps out there mm-hmm. yeah. that we trace the number back to an individual in Greer's Ferry, Arkansas. But there's no proof that that's who that is. Right. You know, it could he could have easily have used that as a as a you know he basically pirated that guy's email uh, number. She could have completely avoided the situation by just not answering the phone. That's, and she normally doesn't. That's what I do a hundred percent of the time. Ignore. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, kind of wish that she hadn't answered the phone, right? You know, because she basically confirmed she was who she was. You know, and and we went on a couple of different options. You know, and looked at like, well, you know, maybe her her numbers attached to Facebook, and then he was stalking her on Facebook and got it that way. And all he had to do was go through her friends list, find one that has tagged her more often than others, and go, okay, well, she will definitely know this individual, so it won't seem weird. Mm Because my my best friend's name is Scott, and um, the individual he bought the camera from's name was Scotty. And it's like, my name's not Scott. <laughs> I just want to point out that Johnny has made it clear on multiple times that I am not his best friend. <laughs> I, because have, he refer- I have like eight best friends. I have eight best friends. We're all ranked. <laughs> wow. And uh, I'm so I did refer to Johnny as one of my closest friends at the seminar. You did. So, well, I've heard you say that. I before. called him ugly. Yeah, he's one of my closest friends. And he called me ugly a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. So I respect Johnny's opinion. Hmm. Not the ugly. Well, not that opinion. I think that's what makes me and Mitch work is that we're not afraid to use each other to be the bud of the joke, yep. and neither one of us gets offended <laughs> by it. Nobody gets offended. Yeah. You guys are such a good couple. Oh, I know. We're cute. I know. Mitch yeah. is drinking like a 5,000 fluid ounce can of Red Bull right now. It is Diet true. Red Bull. Well, you got to make sure you get that. Wait, uh, put it up to your head. It looks like it's just, it's like the same, the same size, size. <laughs> as Mitch's head. It's an eight pound. Uh, <laughs> we should take a picture of it. It's an eight pound <laughs> glass of uh, Red Bull. It's a glass. <laughs> Container. The phone doesn't recognize my face when the microphone is in front of it. <laughs> That's because you weren't born with a microphone on your face. You don't know that. That's true. I wasn't there. Yeah. Or was that? You're still what? holding. you still holding. <laughs> you said you were going to take a picture. I'm trying to. Okay, you ready? It was a video. No, I'm just kidding. It's good. I was, Jeez. I was posing. Um, it just took you 30 minutes to get your camera brought up. Speaking of cameras, we got all of the techniques from the seminar mm. on video and all of our best jokes. Did you say strokes or jokes? Best jokes. jokes. Uh, I didn't say any jokes. Before you said strokes. No, that will be a later video that I'm posting. Um, You're posting it? The strokes? Yeah. Mm. Mm. JK. Um, on our Patreon, we're going to be yep. releasing all of that. Um, so we were supposed to give a shout out to everybody that came to the seminar. I got the list. Do you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because Joey never sent it to me. Boom. He sent it to me because he knows well, what's up. I guess he's moved on wow. to Good a different job, black belt. Joey hops from black belt to black belt. I wasn't going to say anything. So... But- <laughs> you don't you can call me sensei now <laughs> i didn't think that was funny <laughs> anyways <laughs> um so joseph wells joseph wells who is the owner joseph wells thank you <laughs> Let's it's all like chant let's all chant their name are what, we all gonna say what it? is that from what movie is that from where Fight they Club? do that is it it is from Fight Club because what was his his name was Robert Paulson. That's what it was. His, his name, name was, was Robert, Robert Paulson. Paulson. His yeah. name was Joseph Wells. <laughs> uh, really, do you really want me to go through all these? Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm okay. not going to repeat them. I want to. But Lizzie's going. Yeah, because I wasn't there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you need to tell everybody thank you. So 
This is gonna be yeah. You, keep going. You you didn't shake anybody's hands. That's right. No. Uh, Adrian Abels. Adrian Abels. What do you say? Thank you. Thank you. There you okay. go. <laughs> Use your manners. Orum Young. Wait, say that again. Orum Young. How do you spell that? O R U M. I kind of like that. It's, Orum it's, Young. I know. I said the it's same thing. Thank you for that name. It's That's one of the coolest names. Cool. That's what I said too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's also one of uh, Joey's business partners who's helping him with the new school. Yep. Uh, which He's is an attorney. Looks awesome, by the way. It Joe does. Moore. Joe Moore. Is also an attorney. Also an attorney. Thank Wait, you. Waiting. There thank we go. Should I say thank you in like a different language each time? Can you? Do you know how to do that? I mean, no. How many languages? <laughs> <laughs> Don't offer something. I mean, no. You get two. You get two children like me and Johnny in the room. <laughs> we expect that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Elijah Powell. Elijah Powell. Mm-hmm. Gracias. You, there you go. There you go. Okay. Next one. Uh, okay. Ready? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, where was I? Did I say Elijah, said Elijah Powell? Powell yeah. Okay, Jonathan Robert. Jonathan Robert. She she. <laughs> That's not real. <laughs> it is. She she sounds like fish food. What language is, is that? Is it Chinese? Chinese Mandarin. Do you want another language? Wait, let me think here. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Josh Long. Josh Long. Oh, Mercy. I accidentally. <laughs> what? Josh Long is a real person. He actually is a new Patreon subscriber too. Yes. Um, what's Thank awesome? you, Josh Long. Josh Long um, bought a patch, and he, he fooled subscri- he fooled the system. We gotta we gotta figure out a better way. Because <laughs> he was like, I don't have any money, so I'll just subscribe to your Patreon. And it's like, <laughs> oh shit! Well, now we have to give you more than a patch. <laughs> um, I accidentally thumbed down thumbs down my own message to uh, Joseph Wells in this process. Oh my god! In this process. <laughs> He's gonna be like, what did I do wrong? I just typed. I was like, sorry, bro. Okay. Um, Willie Holloway. Willie Holloway. Mm-hmm. Merci. There you go. Did you tell Josh Long thank you? Yes. Yeah, she said it in, in American. Okay. Um, Garrett Stallings. Garrett Stallings. Mm-hmm. How do you say thank you in Portuguese? Obrigada. Obrigada. You can also say obrigada. Obrigada. Nobody says that. Obrigada. Um, except for them. <laughs> Everybody but them says that. Yeah. Michelle Moses. Michelle Moses. Who is? Uh, hmm. Yeah, go ahead. How do you say it in German? Dankeschön or Danke. Dankeschön. 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 Mm-hmm. I think it's du hast or Danke. Du hast mich. I thought it was Dankeschön, darling. Dankeschön. Du hast mich, du Frau. Well, they usually don't sing it when they say it. So. It's true. I think it sounds better. You're thinking that of the way. Dutch. Uh, Dominic, Dominique Moses. Dominique Moses. They are mother and daughter. Mm-hmm. Both I, purple belts. I like the name. Dominique. I don't have another language, though. Well, you still need to say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Mathern. Wait, was it Mathern? I mm-hmm. think so, yeah. Matthew yep. Mathern. He was the really athletic blue belt. Oh, yeah, okay. Thank you for being an athletic blue belt. Good mm-hmm. job, Matthew. Now learn jiu-jitsu. <laughs> Kai Crimes. Who? Who? Kai? 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 Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Kai Crimes. Like C-R-I-M-E-S. That's a pretty cool name. It is a cool name. What's up? I'm Fighting Kai- Crimes. Kai Crimes. Kai Crimes. It's his rap name. Yeah. Thanks for fighting crimes. Max. Okay. This doesn't make... You can't put a D and an L. Do... Do... Let me see it. The luggish. Where is it? The bottom two. Dolgosh. All right. Dolgosh. Ma- Max and Mike Dilgosh. Dilgosh. Dilugosh. 
Dolugash. Wait, I don't know what you were saying. Volgash. Mike, Mike and Max Dolugash. Imagine that somebody punched you in the neck Max right as Max. you were making the D sound. Dolugash. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good job, Lizzie. Thank you, guys. That's it? Yeah. No That's one all. else? Yep. What we about, didn't get the kids. I don't want to. What about wanna, Nicole? Was she there? No. Oh, oh and Adam Barron. Thank you. Oh, Adam Barron. Adam yeah. Barron. Thank the you. The resident camera purple belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he pretty much he's already seen all that stuff. Like that's mm-hmm. my that's my A game. That's my seminar. I figured it game, was. You know, that's what it felt um, like mm-hmm. every so. time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, those are the people that came to the seminar, and thank you. And we got a Patreon follower out of it, and thank you to you as well. But uh, back to the conspiracy theories. What what else were you going to talk about? So, um. I was going down a path, and then I got distracted. We were talking about Pizza Gate. I know what we were talking about. I was just trying to remember why I brought it up. Excuse me. <laughs> I was looking at the Sorry, photos babe. from the Epstein compound, uh-huh. and they had like an eight-person shower with like all these like lubes and creams. Nice. And, like, wouldn't that be kind of fun though? Yeah, it would. I mean, I think I would like. Uh, let's back up though. We're talking about children. <laughs> Well, I'm not. You're I talking didn't about, say children. Anything about children. I feel uncomfortable getting ideas from Epstein. All I said was, "There's an eight-person shower with a bunch of lubes and soaps, and wouldn't that be fun?" Well, here's what we're gonna do in our house. We're gonna have the contractor come in and say, "Have you ever seen the shower at Jeffrey Epstein's house?" That's what we. That's want. what we're looking for. <laughs> oh yeah, I put in three of these this week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could like do it's laps. Really popular in that right shower. now. Yeah. Like Why are you, the seats so small? I like how Lizzie said you could do laps in the shower. You could do activities <laughs> like you could have a beach ball and you could like throw it around and play. I ball. don't like this conversation. You know that there's a Chevy Chase about... ne- uh, neighborhood in DC. What? what? It's actually there's a neighborhood in Washington DC called the Chevy Chase neighborhood. That's okay. Anyways. I don't know. Like if I feel okay about that, it's a real place. That's what you don't North, feel okay about. Like what is Northwest, <laughs> Northwest Washington D.C. borders Chevy Chase, Maryland. There's a whole city named after Chevy Chase. Wouldn't Wait, was it awesome? named after him, or baller. was it just named that? What are the odds? Let's see. Lizzie. I don't know. Let's <laughs> put it into an odd machine and find out. Let's see. Chevy Chase, Maryland, is the name of both a town and an unincorporated census-designated place. <clears throat> that straddles and they're not going to bring up the actor they're not mentioning once that there's a human being walking around <laughs> a famous human being the name chevy chase is derived from chevy chase <laughs> the name of the land patent to colonel joseph belt shut the Boom. fuck up no not fucking around that's the truth get out of town from the charles calvert fifth baron baltimore on july 10th. then you need to find out what chevy chase's real name is that yeah. can't be his that's obviously, obviously not his real name. name yeah there's no way this is a conspiracy theory whoa how did we not see this and this is where and this is where the pizza shop is yes mm, it's in an eight person yes. shower yeah disney chevy chase this is Chevy Chase. You could Disney put movie. a <laughs> table in the shower and eat pizza while you take a shower. <laughs> You're still talking about the Epstein shower. Get over the shower. I'm not talking about anything to do with Epstein. I'm saying an eight person shower sounds really cool. You could do a lot of activities in there. You could put bunk beds you in there. Eat pizza. You could eat pizza in there. Um, apparently, there was a ballad, a, a Scot- Scotland ballad entitled The Ballad of Chevy Chase. Wow, why is this a thing? This is going so deep. It's the French way of saying it is chevaches. You guys missed it. Border raid is what it means. What did you say? It just wasn't funny. 
Oh, burn. Yes. But we the, don't have our sound effects burn. today, damn it. But sick the thing burn. is, it was. <laughs> this we'll is let just the people whole, decide. This is a whole article of all the different stupid fucking ways to say Chevy Chase. That's really interesting that that uh i don't think that that's actually really all that interesting um what spoken like a true i mean like your hair looks so stupid right now oh, so it? stupid is it is it, is it, does, it part and am the i missing light my part is shining on it and it looks dumb and i don't even care about <laughs> Big, it stupid dumb head <laughs> uh i think it's really uninteresting no <laughs> yes uh the spring okay uh, yeah i got one for us wow this is a really interesting go one. for it get it the Springfield Three. Oh. Springfield Three. What is yeah. that? You're what? thinking of the West Memphis Three? No, you. <laughs> you uh, I'm not thinking about them. Uh, is there a three in every city? Mm-hmm. These uh, three three females in 1992 in Springfield, a movie? in Springfield, Missouri, mm. um, which which mm. is actually one of the cities that I kind of grew up in, and. They went missing. Obviously, I'm looking at the Wikipedia Wiki, Wikipedia page. Of the Springfield Three? So that you don't fuck this up. Okay. You better not get anything. <laughs> oh, oh, you're fact-checking me right now. I think you're going to start reading. Okay. No, I'm not going to read this. I don't, I don't remember their, facts. I don't remember their names, but they're very Missouri names. It's like Katie Joe or something. Katie Suzanne, Beth. Suzanne. Suzanne. Stacy and Cheryl. Yeah, those wow. are the three most Missouri Everybody names. Everybody from Missouri has those names. Yeah. And they're um, all S's. That's there's a an, conspiracy in itself. There's another one that's like Katie Joe. It's the triple Joe S conspiracy. Or something. Anyways. They, it was like, uh, they graduated high school. They go to a party. Congrats. They were checking in with their mom and like, Hey, you know, we, they were supposed to go to Branson. Uh, Silver Dollar City. Well, that's probably what they were doing. It was at night or whatever. They were supposed to go after the party. Dollywood. Hey, Dolly Parton show wasn't on back then, Mm -mm. unfortunately. But they did have the Chinese acrobats. I saw those when I was there. Yeah. We go to Branson every year. We're going to Branson this year for okay. Christmas. So they went missing. They No, they haven't gotten missing yet. Oh. They wanted to go they to went Branson. to the party. They, they were going up, to they, they were went going to, to Silver party. Dollar City. They didn't go to Branson. They ended up um they were going to go to they were going to come back home. Okay. When they came back to home, Springfield. They had family members that were staying at their house. So they decided not to stay there. They went and stayed at a friend's house instead. They all three went to another friend's house. Right. They couldn't stay at any one of their own houses. They had, well, they had, uh, what was like after, after graduation, they all wanted to have like a sleepover together or whatever. You know how it is. Um, anyways, they go to another friend's house. They crash there or whatever. The next morning they're trying to get a hold of them. Of course they're missing when they go in and check on them. Apparently the whole place was just completely undisturbed. Yep. Like there was an open book, uh, still on the bed. Uh, there was like the purses were neatly aligned. The only thing that was out of place was the bolt or the globe that surrounds the bulb on the outside of the light was Portland. broken on the floor. So far, he's actually been accurate. <laughs> uh, so the uh, the first two people that showed up, um, they apparently kind of disturbed the crime scene there. And then the mom came over and looked at it, disturbed the crime scene there. When the cops came, finally, um, they ruled it as, like, they couldn't find any evidence on it. And the weird thing about it is, like, in the video that I watched, they made it sound like these girls just completely vanished and disappeared. But in 2007, it's, oh, oh, and there were, like, a lot of witnesses, too, that said they saw them in the months after the disappearance, Mm -hmm. that they saw, like, 
There was one that even said that they saw them in a gray van um, with a guy with a gun behind them yelling and cursing at them. Like they were stopped at a stoplight or something. Because they probably cut them off. And, um, They're probably in, inconsiderate drivers. Probably. probably. I mean, I would be if I were a kid ever. Yeah. Um, and things like that. They sound like around town in this van, all these reports of that. And then, um, so in 2007, there was like a, uh, investigative journalist or something that kind of dug it back up and wanted to figure out what was going on. She got a bunch of reports that the bodies were underneath the parking garage of the hospital there. How'd they end up there? Um, well, I'm going to get to that. No, actually, I don't know if they, I don't know how they got there, but I have some theories anyways. So they went and they took a, like a big, uh, ground radar thing that mm-hmm. you know surveys the underneath and they found three anomalies that were all suspiciously sized like a body what um the hospital won't dig it up because they feel like there isn't evidence that supports it and that the parking garage was built a year after the girls went missing but the thing to me is that there were reports that they were um around town in the grave man which tells me that they were kidnapped and held not murdered mm-hmm. right away you could you could have kidnapped them for six months three six months murdered them and then buried them somewhere or not buried them somewhere right held onto their body and then uh went and hid the you know waited another six months went and dug up the bodies or took them and moved, moved them, them. Because like you know there's like because you're gonna pour cor- you're gonna pour concrete on them. right yeah and so their idea was well they went missing a year before we broke ground ground on it so the excavators would have found it that's really strange so here that's is so that weird. it's two of the friends and one of the moms that went missing they weren't all three friends oh were they not was it okay, the mom because I was thinking because yeah. she was 47 I was gonna bring that up yeah. I just thought she was that one woman that likes to hang out with the younger kids because she's hip. Oh yeah, you know it's really cause she, strange because she was a cosmetologist. Yeah. But it's ob- it's pretty obvious to me that that makes it. At first, I was like, oh, it's like sex trafficking. But now I'm just like, well, I don't. Where's know. that? Was that the mom? Yeah, it says. And Streeter's mom, Cheryl Levitt, went missing. One of the oh. one of the girls was they had um, she had like a boyfriend that was later charged with robbing, uh, graves for gold teeth. Nice. There was a there's another what is this, guy 1920s? Yeah, right. There's another guy that was like arrested and he's he claims that he knows what went on. Yeah, the guy he, the he won't release any information until his mom dies. And um it's very clear to me that I mean they were I think what happened is they were followed one of the girls had a stalker or some boyfriend yeah. or some problem. He probably um was at the graduation party or some way involved and followed them home um, to kidnap them or do whatever. And the other two were just wrong place, wrong time. Well, so I don't know, man. And he, he probably too had a plan to get them out the door when you, before he kids kidnapped when them. you, when you have something as mysterious as that, where nothing was undisturbed, the, the porch light being broken out could just be coincidental. You know, for all we know, it could be, but that's a pretty big coincidence. I understand that. But my thing is this, like the glass was on the ground. But why do that? You know what I mean? Like, why not just turn the light off? I think, I think in this, they're thinking like there was, maybe they got them lured out onto the, onto the porch. Cause this all happened at like 3am too, which is the other thing, but they could have like lured them out on the porch somehow. Maybe like claim they were the cops, something to get them 
their attention on the outside. Still doesn't explain why they would shatter the porch light. So maybe they, maybe came... as they're being drugged off, they one of them hit it with their know. head or they bumped into it or something. They were both like 5'7". I don't think that would have been... There the was one light. guy that came forward and said that he knows that they're dead. But... Yeah, it's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. Prison. Yeah, he's okay. in prison because he's, he's got in prison for murder mm. in Florida or something like that. Okay. Yeah. You know, and I don't know when you when you hear about cases like that where it's so meticulous, right? So nothing. So they obviously knew the guy or mm -hmm. else or else there would be um, the crime scene would be uh, more ransacked. Yeah. Right. And then a lot of times that's the other piece is that a lot of times when a person is planning to do something like this, they will typically try to make it look like a burglary. Yeah. Which is not the case here, right? Picture um, picture this though, okay? Here's an here's an idea. Let's say that the mom had a boyfriend that, um, you know, he wanted to kidnap her. He right. Wanted, he, they had problems or whatever. He wanted to get revenge, or they just got into a fight. He uh, bangs on the front door at three a.m. Mom comes out front. What are you doing here? Oh, they get into a fight. This brings the other two women out. They want to come see what the hubbub's about. They want to see what's going on, right? He could knock them out. He could threaten them with a gun. The only reason I disagree with that theory is that in crimes like this, the first people that become suspects are the family members the and, yeah, and the loved ones and things like that, right? So that means that they already went through that possibility mm -hmm. and found those individuals to not be related or connected. Yeah. You know, so whoever the boyfriend was or the whatever... The, this individual was someone a that they probably knew they had to have known him for their in my opinion Two, the it was someone that is not around anymore oh there was you know? no, no no there was uh the boy a, i think the boyfriend that i was talking about the suspect uh -huh. um his girlfriend at the time uh like yeah uh, so covered for him and then she came back later and said he, he was threatening her yeah uh, his name was girl. robert craig cox yeah He's Craig in, Cox, which is Hi interesting that his uh, these bodies were buried under Cox Hospital. Shut up. Yep, Cox Hospital uh, parking garage. 1992, Cox had had been living in Springfield, and when interviewed, then he told investigators that he was with his girlfriend at church the morning after the women disappeared, which she corroborated. However, she later recanted her statement and said that Cox had asked her to say that. Cox also stated that he was at the home of his parents the night of the disappearance, and they confirmed that alibi. So, there's that. Wasn't there but like again, a whole church full of people that could say he was there? Yeah. As well. Authorities were uncertain if Cox was involved in the case or if he was seeking recognition for the alleged murders by issuing false statements. Cox stated to authorities and journalists he would disclose what happened to the three women after his mother uh, died. He's the one that's in prison. Okay. And so here's the thing. You have to be careful with those confessions like that because did you ever watch the uh, making a murder mm -hmm. right well as of right now supposedly there is a killer in prison that that says that he actually killed the lady um not avery atkins or steven at uh, steven avery um i've seen some stuff about so that, i feel bad I right now anyway. because one avery atkins is a buddy of mine that i work with <laughs> and two he's also uh the kicker for uh lsu so um steven avery is uh what was the guy's name uh and brandon uh dassey you know what's funny is after uh i go and listen to these episodes a lot of times it's only then that i realize how bad i got names wrong <laughs> and then i'm like oh that's not i can't go correct myself right but uh brandon brendan dashy dassey oh my dassey. gosh so anyway yeah so anyway 
um, supposedly a serial killer came forward and said, no, 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 I killed that lady. And but he's asking for a crap ton of money in exchange for his confession. He probably oh. wants a movie done about right. it. Yeah. So now that's what you have to run into when you run into things like this and you see this guy. It's like, no, no, no. I know exactly where these bodies are, but I'm not going to say anything until after my mom dies. It's like they want a book deal. Yeah. Yeah. You know how much money you make off that stuff, dude? That'd be awesome. Yeah. What do I they know. have to lose? They all they're they already in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're they're and all they're going to do is get is get time put on their sentence. Not only that. They get to go up for a whole new trial. You know what trials bring? Trials give you the ability to leave the court. I mean, you get to leave to go to court. You get get to get outside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When the West Memphis Three were in prison, stuff like that, and they would take them back and forth to Little Rock from uh, Pine Bluff, I think it was. Um, They would stop at McDonald's, let them eat. You know, it's like one of the only times you get to get out Mm -hmm. uh, and do stuff like that. We have inmates that come in um, certain days at our clinic. And I I mean, they live for those days. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they get to use a regular bathroom mm-hmm. and like, I mean, they get to walk around, see normal people, mm-hmm. talk to people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would want to do man. that if Absolutely. I Absolutely. Mean, Especially if I knew that I probably would. I mean, he's already in jail for kidnapping and murder. Yeah. Like yeah. he's not getting out. Yeah. You I know? mean, so like, like well, I said, yeah. what do they have to lose? Nothing. I, mean, I would probably do it too. You see it all the time. <laughs> but it is still strange. It is. A, it's a, it's a strange, it's a strange disappearance, but I don't think it's. The only it's reason strange it's strange is, is because it's it. unsolved. And there's no evidence, really. No, that's Lizzie. The... That's not the only reason it's strange. Why? <laughs> Elizabeth. Um, it's strange because of the circumstances. There's pl- Jimmy Hoffa. That's a, That thing has never been solved. Yeah. What is that, Jimmy Hoffa? Jesus Christ. What kind of he world? Johnny, what union, are you doing? Wasn't he the union leader? Yeah, yeah. he was supposedly... Um, You've never activity, heard of Jimmy Hoffa? Is anybody else out there not heard of Jimmy Hoffa? Hit me up because I have never heard of this person. It's a pretty big deal. It's a huge deal. Yeah. Oh my God. Now Lizzie's embarrassed. Ah, I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> She's like, I'm not embarrassed. You're embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> no, but Jimmy Hoffa was a union leader who uh, supposedly was murdered by the mob. Oh. And they have never found his bodies. Uh, Bati. I'm sorry. Body. Um, How long Klinsky, ago was this? Uh, this was in the 40s. 60s. And I'm supposed to know about yeah, okay. this. Yeah, it was, it was in like the 60s and 70s. Um, there's a Richard Kuklinski, supposedly. The yeah, there's, yeah, there's, he's buried under, uh, under Yankee Stadium. Uh, there's another one that says it's, he's buried on the, uh, on like the uh, 50 yard line of the New York Giant Stadium. Someone said that he was put in a uh, bucket of, a barrel of acid. Um, Richard Kuklinski, the guy, the ice, the ice man killer or whatever, who was the hitman for the mob, says that he killed him. <laughs> um, which that guy in itself is a pretty interesting character. Yeah, well. that is a pretty interesting. You know what I learned about uh, in Chicago is uh, that the water in that uh, lake. What's what's the lake that's it? I'm I'm not gonna do in it. Chicago. We're, no, we're not gonna do it because we're gonna get into the a Great geog- Lakes. It's the Great Lakes, but I don't know what particular. There's a bunch of them that are right there. Anyways, like the salt content or something mm-hmm. of the water decays things yeah. at a much higher rate. And uh, and th- that's why like it's so that's why they call it like the the, the lake of bodies or whatever. Lake or Michigan? Bo- something like that. It has some kind of nickname um, because of that. <clears throat> There's all kinds of like rumors of people that have been thrown in there. I don't know about that one. Supposedly it's got like it something that happens that like breaks down materials much faster yeah instead of five thousand years it's only 200 i don't know true 
Why don't we all work together to well, figure Well, this guy says these... that he thinks he's found Jimmy Hoffa's body. Author believes he has found Jimmy Hoffa's burial site. Isn't it convenient that he's an author? Ugh. Well, yeah. I mean, they're the only ones that do any sort of investigative journalism. Ah, that's true, I guess. Can I have some headphone? Hey, oh, he's... <laughs> Why do you have to yell? <laughs> I'm like <laughs> banging against the microphone. He believes he has located the burial site of Jimmy Hoffa 44 years after the Teamster boss disappeared in Metro Detroit. So I was wrong about where he was from. Um, mm. Said he spent the last year in New, York, New Jersey uncovering the last stop of Hoffa's journey, which he says is a 53-acre dump site in Jersey. It's the best lead I've seen on this case in 44 years. It's <laughs> because it's the only lead <laughs> yeah. in the past 44 years, except for when Geraldo Rivera looked for it. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he like wasn't there one where he claimed he found it Geraldo Rivera found oh it? I'm sure Hoffa vanished from the parking lot of the Marcus Red Fox restaurant in Bloomfield Township 1975 1975 1975 this Lizzie <laughs> Lizzie can't Lizzie's getting distracted she just saw me cross my legs like a lady and she's I been didn't thinking know about Johnny the, wasn't wearing shoes she's thinking about you the Epstein shoes? shower no. she was... loves my feet she wants you to do eight laps around the Epstein shower yeah <laughs> Keep running for me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so... Hmm. There was a video tour. Somebody, like, went and... Uh, but how can you... Broke onto the island and... He revealed that Hoffa's body was buried at the dump and that Sal Brugiglio, another associate, blah, 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 Italian name, mobster, mobster. This went on for... Yeah, but how do you... Gonna, it's been 44 years. The body's gone. Like, even if yeah. it was there, it's gone. This is why we should we should probably think out our topics and choose them. More I think wisely. we're doing a fantastic job. We've run over eight different ideas. Well, Mitch is the only one carrying the topic conversation. That's true. Yeah. Well, you guys no. aren't. You're doing a good no, job, I'm Mitch. Not. Hey, no. I had the Springfield Three. <laughs> I went through the Springfield Three. I watched a whole video on that. I'm I'm uninterested. <laughs> <laughs> you asked your mom about it too. Oh yeah. Oh Angie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good old Angie. That's true. Um, they were in town. Uh, what was it? Thursday. Sugar had her on the podcast. Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. I desperately want Angie to be on the podcast. I don't. Oh my god! Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, I can't imagine. That'd be great. No. <laughs> Johnny's <laughs> the only one that doesn't want the. Uh, we would get a lot of controversy. I'm sure we'd get a lot of uh, listeners. Oh yeah, we got. <laughs> she. I don't want to go into it. Um, she. <laughs> we lived in Springfield in like '95, '96. Um, in 92, we were still in Germany, I think, but, um, so we weren't there whenever they were like murdered, but definitely probably at the peak of the, I like how Johnny wants to make sure exactly. everyone knows I wasn't there yeah. when they were murdered. I couldn't have possibly hmm. done it. Four year old me. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, have you ever seen the omen? Have you ever seen Chucky? Dude, four year old me might've been, <laughs> I'm just saying Chucky, I have kind of a, uh, an irrational fear of Chucky. He really bothers me. It creeps me out. I had it is a, irrational. When I uh, when I was a kid, I had a babysitter that let us watch it, mm -hmm. and it really, really, really bothers me now. I had a there was a Chucky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. Do you know it's what that so, is? It's so stupid. Do you know what Chucky it is? is? I used to be so afraid of it when I was a kid. Welcome yeah. to the mansplain episode. <laughs> Lizzie, do you know what this is? <laughs> We're just gonna She didn't know who Jimmy Hoffa was. Attack you with ex explanations. I'm sure there are a bunch of people out there that don't know who that is. As long as yeah, the people who were born in two thousand one. I wasn't born in two thousand one. I know, which is why this is surprising. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys are so great. Um, <laughs> I didn't do anything. I stuck up for you. No, you didn't. It's true. He did. He did. Whatever. Um, it was just really not what very were we obvious. About? I don't remember. Good. We were dogging on you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What's new? The oh, the that's mans- not true. The mansplaining is why. That's not true. Up for you. Anyways, uh, Jimmy Hoffa died. And we can't find his body. And we can't find his Somebody. body. You know what I also... Oh, I remember this. We had... There was probably a time traveler at our seminar, but oh, we forgot to ask. ask about it. So, story of my life. Yep. Another I missed opportunity. See, yeah, I can see future Johnny being like, this is it. I'm going to go back. And, and then, I'm going to fix everything. Yeah. And then I totally forgot to ask him and he can't do anything. Wait, he wait, probably wait. did. He probably approached you and you just were so oblivious. Like, did anybody try to give don't you Don't touch me, white belt. <laughs> if you guys could go back in time, if you had the ability mm. just once, where would you go? What would you do? Mm. Like, are we talking about would we like change our own lives or just like go experience? If you could life? go back in time to any day that okay. you lived, what would it be? How long am I going to be there? I don't know, Johnny. Is it like a just quantum leap a situation where you, you go back just to fix one thing? It's not... Do you know what Quantum Leap is? It's not... (laughs) (laughs) You get to be there for five minutes. That's it. Oh, man. And then you go back. So so you get to go like... You're going to be in front of yourself and you're like... You have five minutes to listen to No. Like you go back as your five-year-old self or you go back as your 10-year-old self for five minutes. To change something. You don't have to change it. Nothing's going to change. Oh, just to live it? Just to relive an experience. Oh, Oh, man. My life has been full of tragedy. Um... (laughs) I would go back and tell my dad not to leave me in a Walmart parking lot. That's fair. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> he never left me in Walmart. Did he ever come back? <laughs> no. I, yeah, That's why I we never dad, mention him on the podcast. We never cigarettes. talk about his dad. <laughs> <He's> just, <laughs> um, okay. Anyways, I have a dad, guys. He's great. <laughs> I'm sorry that anybody that doesn't. If I could go back just to relive, I don't know. That's a tough one. Because like, Trying to think of like a moment in my life that ooh, was so ooh, good. Okay, I've got one. I've got one. I went to one half of a semester of college, mm-hmm. and uh, I made the mistake of signing up for early morning classes. Mm-hmm. And I was up at like six thirty a.m. on my way to class, and I'm like in my car, asleep, damn near asleep, and I hear kind of like a little bit of a screeching sound, and then I look over to my right, and this girl on a scooter. Uh, nails the back of this truck <laughs> oh man what? and she doesn't hit it hard she doesn't like hit it really hard she hits it just hard enough that the back end comes up and then she jumps off in time lands on her feet and the scooter falls over she's totally okay <laughs> but incredibly embarrassed and the guy jumps out of the car and he's like oh my god are you okay and she just took off running <laughs> and she no she's like picking up her scooter like yeah i'm fine you know fine, and like, sits back down on it and has to sit at the stop site or the stoplight with me <laughs> And I'm like screaming, laughing. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I couldn't have been in a better place at a better time. But she, what caused her to hit the back of the vehicle? She just didn't. She, she was like didn't slowing down. She just didn't break in time. <laughs> and she, she was new to the scooter world. <laughs> nailed the back of this pickup. Wow, I'm glad oh, that that's the one yeah. time that you would go back. That would be the back that's a pretty minutes. good one. I almost saw somebody get hit by a car one time. Uh, uh, he was it was an old man. He was in a turning lane, and the people got into the turning lane not not seeing him, and they clipped him with his uh, with their mirror and mm. like spun him. Nice. Yeah, I've seen like I've seen like a million car crashes. Yeah. I saw one the other what? day. 
in my rear view mirror i was driving you're causing a lot of problems for people no no no. <laughs> i had driven away but i was i saw it because i heard it in my rear view mirror and i looked back and someone had like it, this was in little rock they had turned and they had hit someone and then they went into like an apartment complex is like like where the driveway is mm -hmm. and then they went and like I'm telling this really weird. No, it's But they okay. like ended up in front of the apartment complex like on the grass. It was like really strange. I anyway. Told, I told you about. That was my most recent one. When I was driving my mom's purple PT Cruiser to Little Rock. Ugh. And I was like. Miss it. On this. Uh, party side, time. The party time cruiser. I was on this side road that was like or like an access. It wasn't an access road. It was just a road that ran alongside the highway. And uh, I didn't realize that it was two lanes. And I went to turn and didn't check the the other lane, and this lady nailed the back end of my my car, and uh, or my mom's car, and it spun around like three times. Ended up in this guy's lawn, his front lawn, <laughs> and he comes running out. He's like, "Hey man, you okay? You okay?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Everything good? Like you healthy? Anything broken?" <laughs> I was like, no, everything's fine. He's like, all right, man, I'm going to get out of here before the cops show up. And then leaves. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. It was awesome. But, like, dude, what a, what a bro to check on me. I know. Like, hey, what's up, man? You doing okay? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I can't catch no charges. Yeah. I got to get out of here. And then bailed. Yep. Um, Checked on the other girl, too, by so the way. So this is a video. Uh, the, obviously, the, the fans can't see it, but I, I'm going to show you guys. Um, because you got, to, you got to spend a little time in um, – my home state of Louisiana, where you got to see all the big trucks and all the rednecks and all the stuff. I've like been there before to Louisiana. <sighs> Whatever. Um, nah, that's a great video, Mitch. Okay, so hold on. So ready? Yeah. Right? So that happened uh, down the road from my mom's house. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's actually... that. that that's right there before you get to Interstate 20 uh, in Dixie in Louisiana. That's, and uh, He got the over was, the fence, though. He was running from the cops. And uh, I don't think he expected to catch any air. I think, like, in his mind, he was like, I'm going to go in the ditch, and I'm just going to go easily over this little small little ditch here, and I'm going to keep on running. And then, and a then banner, he just launched through the air. When he was done, a banner popped up that says, Stunt Jump Completed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looked like a baseball field. It did look like a, it's yeah. not. That was, he, he basically went right into the Sonic parking lot and then ordered a, a large cheese stick. So. <laughs> a cheese stick. Yeah. Large-sized. It's eight-piece for those of you guys who don't go to Sonic often. So, Mitch, what is your one moment that you would go back in time for? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Anyone that involves my mom, that'd be awesome. No, you have to have a specific yeah. time. They're all specific, so. Okay, bye. Yeah. What about you? Mine is easy. It's something that I wish I could go back to, like, every day. When you met me? No. When you met Nate? I got to meet you twice. Oh, my God, yes. I forgot about that. Okay, that's that's you? my backup. That's my alternate. Mm-hmm. No, mine is when I was really young. I just remember laying in the back of my grandpa's old pickup truck uh, after we went fishing, and he would put some like cushions from uh, like an outdoor chair seat mm -hmm. in the back of the car, and um, I would just sit there. I have my life. I have a picture of it. I can't believe someone got a picture of this, but I would just lay back there and I would look up at the trees, and it was just like the most elated that I like the most. Um, I don't know. Like I felt like I was flying. Yeah. And it was just like when every everything it's when like you're the a most kid childhood moment. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Everything when you're a kid is just all your senses are so heightened, and it was just like I felt so like comfortable and safe mm -hmm. and just free. Yeah. Do you ever think about 
the things that you did as a kid uh, that you should not be alive? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I think about those. So, like, I've told you about me being electrocuted, right? No. I, like, legit almost died. Um, <laughs> That's not surprising. Yeah. This is one of about eight stories where I've almost died. But I, uh, when I was, like, four, three or four, when we lived in Germany, I um, figured out how to take apart my lamp in my bedroom. And my mom sent me to my room because I was in trouble. Obviously, yeah, I'll show her. But yeah, and <laughs> I'm gonna build a potato time machine. Yeah, <laughs> and I I, un, I unscrewed everything, disassembled my stuff, and I they don't know if I stuck my finger or like an object in there. Probably an object. But I was standing on my bed, and uh, I guess I stuck something in there, and they found me. Like if I was here, they found me. Uh, they heard a thud. <laughs> I hit the wall and bounced back off about halfway. You should be through. dead. Um, they said the only reason I wasn't was because um, there was a circuit breaker. So whenever it didn't I keep interrupted it, you? it stopped right before. Like it stopped in, on the right side of my chest just oh, before man. it hit my Your heart. My heart. Um, well, like I wonder what is it shoulder, that blows people across the room? Your muscles. Your mu You actually like. It's ex you that does You it. do it. Like mm -hmm. you just. You exp like. They tighten up so fast that you just jump across the room. As mm -hmm. hard as, that's crazy. Yeah, they've done studies about that. I always wondered. Johnny's looked this up before. Mm -hmm. yeah. I would too. <laughs> I have scars. All, if, like you can see on my on my hand, that's where electricity came out of my hand. Oh, wow. Right here on my pinky. You can see it a little bit and up here. When I was around three or four. I blew off all the tips of my fingers. My, uh, it was the, the fingernail scissors, not clippers, but they're mm -hmm. like a tiny fingernail. Uh, they're like tiny scissors yeah. for like fingernails and stuff like that. And uh, I they stuck still those. have those, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think they had gone extinct. Those oh. bother um, me. This. Yeah, they don't make any sense. When people cut their fingernails with scissors, I want to throw up. Yeah, it doesn't make any, like you're going to fuck something up. Oh, but, um, it, it gives me cringes. I do like, it all the time. About, oh, no, I stuck I those into a, a socket once when I was like three. Yeah. And I, I remember it and um, it like blew a spark that hit me in the th i was in my underwear mm -hmm. sitting on the hardwood floor and like over by the you know and i stuck and it blew a spark into my thigh and burned me and i remember like i didn't want to get in trouble obviously so i just i got up calmly i walked mm -hmm. back in the bathroom i put them back in the cabinet <laughs> yeah. closed it and i went down and started watching tv and i was like oh nobody's gonna find out i had a i had another time we had this like backwooded i didn't obviously almost die but knocked myself unconscious um we had this like backwooded area and there was a, I was way up in this tree. Me and my friend were both up on this big branch and there was uh, these vines. I was talking about this today. Between Missouri and Arkansas, is a very different uh, environment, like wilderness kind of place. Like we had a lot of like these wood kind of vines mm -hmm. that would grow through us that we don't have in Arkansas that I don't see. No, um, it's the woodiest vineness. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember that. In That's Missouri. because you didn't go in the. You did, obviously woods. didn't go yes, into the I Amazon. Did. Um, you don't remember just like uh, like brown vines. I do. Being throughout the yeah, we have them in Louisiana brown too. Brown vines. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like no. they're maybe like that big. They're, they're not. Uh, what was the name of that tree? We call them water trees. Yeah, but uh, obviously that I can't really be the name of them. Anyways, um, I decided that I was going to take one of those down to the ground. And I did, but the rest of the tree comes with it. All I, times. Yeah, I took the whole vine with me down and mm -hmm. bounced with the back of my head off of the ground. And <laughs> uh, I, I remember my friend being at the bottom with me, but I don't remember how he got down. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I did that. And there's another time that I knocked myself unconscious when I was kidding. I was wondering, I was playing with my neighbor. I was probably nine, 10. I base all my ages and memories off of 
the houses that we lived in because my dad we moved a lot when yeah, i was a kid we did too and so like i know what birthdays i had depending on where the house was so i yeah. know around the age that it was well you my birthdays uh, mm -hmm. we even celebrated them and uh my brother was fighting with the neighbor like they were yelling at each other and i was <laughs> so it was like lizzie and then my brother and then me like i'm on the other side of them under this little tree house and they're fighting and somehow my brother was able to determine in a split second that this kid was going to throw a giant boulder at his head so he ducked and it hit you. me yeah like i was like poking a grasshopper with a stick like i was not involved <laughs> in any way shape or form with their argument but i got knocked out <laughs> like it made no sense i was just like what the fuck i had a similar thing where my friend was just like throwing rocks and <laughs> threw one off course and hit me in the back of the head dude that it knocked me ball. out but i was like ah dude lawn darts my sister got hit in the nose with a lawn dart before like you ever play those games where like you uh you know it was the dumbest game if you really think about it it you was super up, fucking the, stupid yeah yeah the roulette or yeah not you, roulette, no yeah. it's just you just throw them up in the air yeah yeah and then they land and you have to yeah whoever's bravest stays what? in the middle no 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 we didn't even do it that way like thank god oh no jesus christ we shot arrows <laughs> we shot arrows yeah like i've yeah. i've heard stories of people like you yeah um they were like dull they weren't sharp they still it if they ever hit you yeah they would have been the story the story would have been a different story we shot him into trees <laughs> yeah uh no no it's like i don't remember how you played lawn darts itself like you're supposed to put like a target out and then you would like chunk them up and then they would like come down and whoever got closest to the target went, like one mm -hmm. but as kids we didn't we didn't play rules we just wanted to throw them up in the air and then they would stab into the ground yeah well you would hold them by the fin and like fling them yeah well my sister was standing in front of somebody and they went to fling it up but it released too soon and went right into her face. Uh, and then the, the dart missed, but like the, uh, the metal piece on the dart, like hit her nose and just shattered it. You oh know? no. She was like, I don't know, five, six years old. Oh yeah. She's fine. Now. She's fine. Yeah. Can't even tell really. Wow. Yeah. The, uh, it, it whistles when she sneezes, but <laughs> we had, we had this giant dogwood in her backyard and their dogwoods are like perfect for climbing. Mm -hmm. And they have like that white chalky kind of substance, you know? Well, I would scoot my trampoline right up underneath the <laughs> And then tree. jump onto it? I would, dude, I would get to the freaking top of that thing mm -hmm. and jump out. And I don't know how. Like, All I know my parents were watching me through the back window. Easily. They're like, well, he's what were they thinking? Yeah. He's just exploring life. See yeah. if he can fly. I don't know what your parents were thinking. That's a good question. I don't either because they let me... And you're an only child. It's they not like they had a second option. <laughs> I don't think they, they were like, this could be the time we get to go to the Grand Canyon by ourselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think mostly they just didn't really They're have an option. They're placing bets. They're playing, yeah. yeah. They probably were looking at me up in the tree and was like, well, at least he's not like shooting arrows again at himself. Could be worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did a backflip on a trampoline one time and landed on my head and knocked the wind out of me. Yeah. And uh, I... <laughs> I couldn't tell. I tried to tell the people around me that I couldn't breathe. And they were laughing at me because I was apparently making a noise, yeah. which is also called wheezing. <laughs> and like they were laughing. And for some reason in my head, I was like, well, since I can't breathe, if if I drink water, it'll open my lungs up. And so <laughs> I ran over to the water hose and just started drinking water. And yeah. it worked. But it wasn't that it worked. It was that I had finally caught my breath. You know? Yeah. And so, like, for a long time, I, my brother did it. And, like, he's like, uh, uh, uh. and so I ran and got the water hose. And I was Aww. like, here, drink out of this. It'll fix it. 
I've only gotten the air knocked out of me one time, and I was walking by someone swinging, uh-huh. and I didn't realize that they were coming towards me. And this was like, uh, this was like a like a sixth grader, and I was like second grader. First, I was in first grade. It's a common accident on playgrounds. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and I had never, I didn't know what it was. And I had never like had that happen to me before. And I was like, you're trying to talk and nobody knows what you're saying. And you're like, I'm dying. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you, I can't breathe. Yeah. Lizzie developed, like she went, as soon as that happened, it was such a near death experience that she like immediately went to an attorney and got like a living will, a power of attorney. She's <laughs> yeah. like, I almost died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm in the first My affairs grade. are not in order. <laughs> there is a... Uh, you, you reminded me from Mitch's story. When Daniel and I first became friends, I almost drowned him. Uh, <laughs> drowned, excuse me, drowned. Drowned? Drowned. Uh, we were in Brazil. And the like the week that we were in Brazil, um, they had the highest waves that they'd had in the past 50 years. Oh, geez. So people were like flocking to the beach to surf. To surf. And they were like, we watched Coast Guard pick up somebody out. They got swept out into oh, the ocean. Geez. They got picked up. And like honestly, we we should not have been playing around in those waves. No, they usually have red flags that come up and tell you not to. Yeah. Uh, well, this is Brazil. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, they didn't. Um, obviously, they don't have a system in place. We could stand you know, and when, the, when the water comes back in, you know, and like creates that wave. Mm-hmm. We could stand where our legs are dry and then uh, the wave would come up over our head. Oh, wow. And like crash. Um, and so it was, in, it was insane. Anyways. We were burying Daniel in the sand, and uh, we, we thought we were like far enough away from the water, and we get him all the way up to where like he's literally neck, like we're almost done, and uh, this rogue wave comes up and completely engulfs Daniel. Oh my god! I mean, like he's probably like three feet underwater in seconds, and uh, so our reaction, me and another guy that are burying Run. him, so you guys just ran. Yeah, <laughs> close. Uh, my, the guy across from me, Tony, we were both like, oh my God, pick him up, get him out of there. I was like a half a second late on that reaction. So Tony picks him up and starts to pull him out. But whenever I go to do it, I like fall into him. And so as soon as his head comes up out of the water, I just shove him back under the water. <laughs> get back under there. <laughs> so he comes up, <gasps> goes back underwater and we finally got him out and like, these people were staring at us like, what the fuck are these idiots doing? Stupid Americans. white people, get out of here. Americans. Yeah, I almost drowned my that's, best friend. That's really scary. Yeah. Poor was... Daniel. <laughs> he made it out That was right. pretty funny. Though. He made it out okay. <laughs> yeah. And from what I hear, he's doing just fine. Yeah. <laughs> he's still supporting me, so I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my sugar daddy. Um, We should probably, we got housekeeping to do too. We released some stuff on Patreon that mm-hmm. you guys need to go check out. And we've had we've been having people like they our full name. You need to use our Christian name. The Rough. Oh, speaking of Christian, I don't hate Christians, everybody. <laughs> oh yeah. My Johnny buddy Dave. My buddy Dave brought that up. So my buddy Dave is uh he's a fan of the podcast. He's a um he's a uh, purple belt. He should honestly he should probably be a high level brown belt. Um Arkansas State wrestler, like really, really good grappler, and we've been friends for Jesus Christ ten years. And uh, but you know he's he's a, a man of faith for sure, and uh, that's why I thought it was funny because he was like, we got to figure out what Johnny's problem is with Christians. Yeah, but he put like LOL. But I know at the same time he's kind of like, no, seriously, like <laughs> what's his problem with Christians? I don't have any. I I truly don't have any problem with with Christians. I have a 
the only problem that I have with anybody, and like I try to live my life by this, is if you do do on yourself, mm-hmm. and I live by that. Wait, if you do do on yourself? <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I had to drop that in there. <laughs> Title of the creator quote. Sorry. Oh. Anyways, um, <laughs> um, no, I don't have it. Like, honestly, what I try to live by is like, I don't have any problem with anybody until um, what you're doing prevents somebody else from doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. I think everybody should do what they want to do. If you want to be a Christian, if you want to be whatever, you can do it. As long as you're not doing something that prevents other people from doing what they want to do. Right. And uh, it happens in all religions, but Christianity happens to be the most popular in the area. Mm -hmm. And the um, tactics ployed in order to get uh, to promote those things, I disagree with a lot. You mean like an entire Christian college buying every liquor license in a town yeah. to prevent businesses from being able to make money off of selling alcohol? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Things like that. Yep. Um, so I'm very glad that that particular area passed a new law that said if you own a liquor license, you have to sell liquor. Yeah. Because that city, and you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh-uh. So, I don't um, think so. So Henderson is oh, okay. a is Christian it? university. Yeah. And it is located, I forget what town is it in? Cersei. Cersei. So Henderson- no. I think you might be close. That's Harding. To right. Harding, yeah. Harding. May, I might be thinking of Harding as well. Okay, sorry. It's either, and, and, and if the, the reality is, is I don't go to either one of the colleges. So if I'm wrong about the details, not my problem. It's fuck you. This is in your podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> I know it is one of those colleges. Um, but what they were doing for a very long time is they were buying up all of the liquor license that were offered to that city mm-hmm. so that they nobody could sell alcohol in the city. Yeah. Right. And you had restaurants, you had convenience stores, whatever. They had all these different places that wanted to serve alcohol in their establishments and they had every right to do so, but couldn't because you only get so many liquor licenses, you know? Yeah. And uh, luckily the uh, city council passed a law that said that you can no longer, um, well, that doesn't look obvious at all. Uh, You can no (laughs) longer, you can no longer sell, uh, which one was it? Did you look it up? It, or is it something no, unrelated? It's unrelated. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's just sending me memes right now. I'm in the middle of work, We're Bob. working right now. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. I'm sorry. I didn't know that Mitch talking was working. Okay. <laughs> we get paid for this. Not much. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I bought a car. Oh, I've never gotten anything. Things are different now. You're still a guest on this. I'm not a fucking guest. I live here. That's true. <laughs> Lizzie's like, I fucking live here. She's not wrong. But yeah, um, they were anyway. So they passed a law that said you cannot own a liquor license unless you are serving alcohol. So they did away with that. But that's an example of kind of what you're talking about, where somebody takes their ideologies and then puts it onto a mass of people that are unrelated to that ideology, yet they are suffering from your ideology. And that's an extreme ideology. And and I'm the same way that you are. Um, I have no issue. I'm. I'm not Christian per se, right? But I do believe in God. And uh, the reason I say I'm not Christian is because Christian is very associated with the Christ figure and all that. Like it's a very, Christianity is a very specific sect of religion. Right. right? Yeah. So um, I'm atheist, completely atheist. Yeah. And that's yeah. fine. You know, I, don't, um, I mean, like, like I said, like the, I think that if I'm, you know, a person who doesn't believe that there's a God or whatever, mm-hmm. that's just my belief. But like, if I don't, if I don't believe that, then what difference does it make to me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're just trying to figure out your life. You're just 
doing what you think is best. I think it makes good people good, uh, good people gooder and bad people badder. You know, like it's it's gonna it's gonna highlight those those character flaws or character right. uh, good things about you. So I just it's a it I guess it just depends on which uh, sect you belong to because there's a you know it does in certain books it talks about um witnessing to people and converting and doing those things yeah and then Uh, but um, the so part of the uh part of the deal i don't i don't i don't want to use my verbiage would be the scam mm -hmm. but i don't want i mean that's not what i'm trying to portray but um the the idea behind like the great commission Mm -hmm. is that you need to go preach into the world you need Mm -hmm. to go make um followers right that's kind of uh it, it it's that design perpetuates the kind of thinking of well we need to force people to god or we need mm-hmm. to um figure out ways that people will will see god by making our state book the holy bible by oh, yeah. the funniest thing making is sure that people can't drink the same thing things. people and the same people that say that do that say that they're not doing that Mm -hmm. but they actually are and they don't Mm -hmm. realize it i think until you get outside of that paradigm you don't see yourself Mm -hmm. because that's how i was for a long time but i i think the biggest problem that most people have with any religion or any idea that's not their own is when it's being forced upon them right Mm -hmm. like for example at work uh, there's no other religion other than one particular religion that uh people that belong to this religion that will come in and they'll ask you where you go to church or do you believe in this or do you believe in that and like for me like i feel like it's very inappropriate because i think your religious uh affiliation is a very personal decision Mm -hmm. and i I don't think that you should especially come into somebody's work and start asking them those questions it's just just unprofessional Mm -hmm. and i only see that out of one religion there's no other like sect or anything that comes in and 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 feels like it's necessary to ask somebody that Mm, and i think that people uh, no matter what religion you are just be respectful of other people and that will go a long way Mm. for the record i I don't want dave to think that we're like this isn't this conversation is not about dave this yeah yeah yeah, this is just conversation kind of became about religion yeah yeah. um well speaking of because he's never forced him his beliefs on anyone he just lives his life you know yeah and Um, and i'm not like yeah, I just wanted to make sure that people didn't think that I was bashing bashing people, yeah. and I and I am. I will bash everybody equally. Yeah, equally. Um, I think that most atheists are fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. They think that they know everything, and the honest truth is, I don't. Like, mm-hmm. I can't tell you. You know, I don't believe that God exists, but ultimately, I don't. Well, here's know, the thing: you know? nobody knows. Right. And like, it, the first person to say that they do know, I'm immediately like, okay, I don't trust right. this person. Yeah, like I can't. Who who's to say? Like the best thing for you to do is just have humility and be like, hey, I don't really know, but this is what I think. Yeah. This is the best way I figured it out. So this is what I'm gonna go with, right? You know, in the word, world according to Johnny. So the other piece of it is, is that um, there's been so many false alarms, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I mean, I, I've got friends that are Mormons, mm-hmm. but you have to at least admit in a little bit. Dude, they're doing something right because they come out with like the best kids ever. They have very well, beha- I almost said well-trained. They have very well-behaved children. Uh, they themselves are extremely respectful people. Uh, I have a close friend of mine um, in the military. Well, I've got several friends that are in the military that are Mormons. And they are, they're literally for a religion that in itself to me doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, I'm not judging it. I'm saying that from a place of ignorance, like 
it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But one thing that they are doing right is the instilling of values. Yeah. You know, oh, they're great in family values, especially big time, you know? Yeah. So I've known a lot of Mormons that have gone and done their mission trips, right? So they do their missions. They save the church saves money for them their entire lives until they get to a certain age. And then they have to go do their missions, whether it's in Russia. Like when I was a recruiter, we had two guys that uh, were in the town that I was uh, recruiting in and they would stop by the office all the time, just, just cause they wanted someone to talk to. And these guys were, so I asked them, I was like, what do you do in a day? Like, what is your day? Cause I told them, I was like, you're not, I'm not going to be a Mormon, but I will talk to you mm -hmm. out of education purposes. And they were like, yeah, man, you know, we wake up about six o'clock in the morning, every morning, make breakfast. We read the, we read the Bible. We read the book of Mormon. You know, they do Bible study and then that for an hour. And then from like seven until basically five o'clock in the afternoon, they go to every neighborhood, every house, and they knock on the door and they try to talk to people about their religion. They are doing what the Bible tells Christians that they're supposed to do. Yeah. But don't do right. So that's that's kind of one of the things. Again, I'm not bashing the Christian faith or anything like that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is is that Christianity will quickly say those guys are weirdos. They're not going to heaven because this is the only way to heaven. And I understand that our book tells us that we're supposed to do the same thing that they're doing, but we're not going to do it. But they're crazy for doing it. Like that. Yeah. That's where I kind of start to get upset when it comes to like these religious talks. Is mm -hmm. like I've watched Mormons do the work. And do the deed and 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 they are doing what they are supposed to do per their book but you don't see a lot of you know and then you'll get what about the people that do the mission trips it's not a popular thing within the christian you know if you look at how many christians exist on the planet versus how many spend six to eight months in a third world country doing yeah, mission yeah, trips, many. it's very disproportionate, mm -hmm. right? Well, you want to talk about living your faith. I mean, you see that a lot in, in Islam. I mean, yes, their yeah. faith is Absolutely. their life. I mean, it's 100%. their culture. It's There's no separation. Nope. And I think that that's, that's the piece that you're seeing with Mormonism is they're living it every day. Yes. But how much of, how much of that um, can be, it can be perceived as like forced though through well if it's your culture and that's mm -hmm. that's yeah. what your society does it's not necessarily like that's true we're a culture that's built on freedom right mm -hmm. like we right. our ideas so are, that's all are they know yeah i mean that's their life and if they yeah and if, for any of for a lot of people it works for them i mean look at their culture look at the respect look at the way that they live their lives mm -hmm. i know a lot of people probably that are listening to this don't know a lot about islam or the muslim culture but it's very different in a lot of ways. And there's there's good and bad to every Everything, culture. Yeah. Well, there's extremism in cultures, right? So let's not forget um, the Haley's Comet cult. Let's not forget yeah. uh, Charles Manson. Let's not forget the lizard people. The lizard people. Oh, let's I love that one. Yeah, let's not forget one of the most famous ones of all time, the um, um, the guy who killed everybody in the, in the jungle. Jim Jones. Oh, oh Jim, Jim Jones. Yeah, let's not forget yeah. Jim Jones, right? So my point, I mean, that's there's that one. And then there, when I was stationed in, in Abilene, Texas, uh, in a town right outside that called uh, Buffalo Gap, there was the House of Yahweh cult, right? Uh, yeah. Um, again, another situation like that. So it, it's funny to me that people go, that people will say all the things that they'll say about extremism in other religions like Islam. Well, it's not Islam, it's ISIS. Let's there's a differentiation between the two. So let's there is a differentiation between the two in the sense that we know that there's a difference. ISIS doesn't see the difference. Does that make sense? 
Right. Well, people don't see the difference between ISIS and Mus and being in a Muslim. Correct. But I they think what he's saying them. is that what I'm saying ISIS is that believes those... that they're truly yeah. the, the... Right. Yeah. That's my point. But right. I just want for for people to... Because when people hear yeah, Islam, they think that. ISIS. Well, of course they do. Because it's like that's Christianity, what... Westboro Baptist. Well, but that's two also separate... what ISIS wants you to think. Yes. Right. That's Islam, their mission, right? So yeah. when we're deployed, we don't call them ISIS. We call them Daesh. Right. right? That's, that's the name that we refer to them as. And... Mm we do we do that because one of the reasons we do that is because that's what the uh, local populace calls them because they don't want there to be any correlation between Islam and ISIS right because right. ISIS me stands for the Islamic State of Syria et cetera et cetera Iraq and all that good stuff um, but yeah so that's why we call them Daesh that's what the locals call them so that's what we call them we do not refer to them ISIS is a uh, is a Western name right. really great metal band is what it is yeah. yeah i'm pretty sure that's isis so dude i don't think i think that it's isis i'm i'm almost for sure i haven't listened to them since uh 2006 yeah you want to so. talk about feeling weird like walk through an airport listening to them <laughs> i was went on like a big isis kick when i was coming back from brazil this last time i like to pretend that you're still talking about the extremist group. <laughs> yeah i was <laughs> I was listening to Went their propaganda the whole kick. time. Um, it's not a real big ISIS kick. Yeah. It's not so bad if you give them a chance. Um, okay, so here's uh, divine intervention. The um, the day that he made that comment on our YouTube, mm -hmm. Why Does Johnny Hate Christians? My youth pastor's son uh, that I haven't seen since he was six years old came in and signed up at the gym. Isn't that strange? He came from... In the, he. This was... <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Okay. I was in Northwest Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And so this is three hours away from us. And uh, he just walked in the gym and he remembered me. Last time I saw him, he was like six years old. And he goes, Hey, did you used to have big old gauges in your ear? I was like, Yeah. He goes, You remember RCC? And I was like, Holy shit, my, you're my youth pastor's son. That's crazy. Yeah. And he came in, signed up. He wants to try to fight MMA. That's cool. Mm hmm. And I said, pay your bill. That's all you have to all do. All you have to do. That's <laughs> all you have to do. Literally, if you want to be an MMA fighter, get a job and pay your bill. Mm -hmm. That's it. We were we had a discussion with uh, Joey over the weekend about mm -hmm. that. Let me um, tell you, let me tell you about because one of my proudest things that whenever I was coming up as an MMA fighter, my coach would use me as an example to those people that came in and were like, I want to sign up and I don't have the money and you can mop the mats and blah 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 blah. He was always like, look at Johnny, like what he did. He came in, moved in uh, from California, came in, tried our class, and he was like, this is what I want to do. He didn't have a car. He didn't have a bank account, and he lived with his parents. Still at the doesn't time. have any of that stuff. Didn't have a job. He's got a Lizzie, um, though. Yeah. Either. So I, um, I convinced my friend to let me use his bank account to sign up, and I would pay him, and I would ride with him there. Eventually, I got a car and a bank account and got my own stuff. But I was 100%. That's what I wanted to do, and I knew that's what I wanted to do. And so I made it happen. You know, and his mm -hmm. point was like, dude, if it's important enough to you, you'll make it happen. Pay your bill. That's all you have to do. I'll yeah. do the rest. I see it at, uh, we see it at Westside mm -hmm. as well. Um, you know, and, and I don't want to speak for, for Matt and Rolly and, you know, and say that I know more than I really know, but we see it too, you know, yeah. and um, <clears throat> everybody who comes through, we get, we filled um, messages from potential customers. We've had guys um, that have, have sent uh, instant messengers to the Facebook page and stuff like that that have been like, you know, I want to be a, a UFC fighter. I want to fight MMA. What do I have to do to do that? And they're like, well, train. Yeah. Like, and, and like, it's weird because they get this idea that like, did you shave your hair? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, 
but they're all the same for the most part, yeah. you know, like, so you have like you and, and I'll use TJ Brown and Bryce Mitchell as another example, like some of the hardest working guys in the game, in the sport, you know, a lot of people don't realize that TJ Brown teaches like five classes a day, mm-hmm. like Monday through Friday. And then also trains himself strength and conditioning does off duty strength and conditioning, you know, outside of his normal strength and conditioning does, um, his, he, he does all of his own training with all the coaches plus teaches all those classes Mm -hmm. to include wrestling on Sundays. The guy never takes a day off. Yeah. Right. And so it's same with Bryce Mitchell and I'm sure you were the same way. So when people ask questions, like I think I want to be in it, our people make the statements of I'm going to fight MMA just for two weeks. If you're asking that question, then you're already going, you're already screwing up. Go shadow TJ or Bryce for two weeks. Yeah. If you, if you can, if you think you can do that, then go after it. Yeah. But if you, if you find one excuse to take a day off in those two weeks, just save your money. Bobby Lee, um, I really like his podcast, the Tiger Belly podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to him talk about whenever he got started in, um, in comedy. comedy. And I can really relate to it because he was saying that um, after his first show, probably a big failure or whatever. That's how it usually goes. But when he was going into it, it was, like, it was never like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be a star. It was... I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it fucking 10,000 times. I'm going to do it over and over and over again and we'll see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And that's always kind of been where my where my head has been at with, with training and MMA and stuff. It's like you're not doing it because you're like, I'm going to be a superstar. This is, you know, this is it. And there's no, you know that there's no secret formula. There is no yeah. secret formula to any of, it, any of it. Go and train. That's it. It's a sport you really have to love because yeah. you have to sacrifice sacrifice so much and get so little. And it's a mm-hmm. bitch of a sport. It is. Like when I met Johnny, when we first met, Johnny literally didn't have a bed to sleep on. And mm-hmm. he he was taking a shower in a mock mop <laughs> mop bucket. Yeah. That the have I shown you the you haven't seen this the mop bucket. This is part of the reason the why we couldn't take yeah. I would have no place to like go when I saw him. He also didn't have a car. He had sold everything he had and he was living in the back of the gym. And that's how much like passion and that's how much you have to give up for the She's sport. Not including the part where like you guys had sex in the back of the gym. No, she never we came to see me. No, I, I know Lizzie well enough to believe that that's the truth. Yeah, so. she yeah. was classy. She was, <laughs> yeah. um, no, there's a mop sink in the back of the gym that I had to stand in <laughs> to take and hold the hose over my head to take showers. So if sometimes. you're willing to give up all of these luxury items like a, a shower year and, and a, a bed. Year and and now look, that. you've Go got a successful it. gym. A podcast. <laughs> yeah, $250 a podcast. in the pocket. $250. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2003 Tundra. Yeah. Big time. Um, no, I mean like. Well, hey, when I met Johnny, he was driving his mom's PT Cruiser, the party time. Tony yeah, Braxton. The old Shout Angie out. Cruiser. Mm-hmm. So that was this the, is an upgrade. It had a tribal butterfly on the back. Oh, oh my awesome. God. To, just to match her oh, tattoo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's so like classic Angie. Love oh, it. Classic. But yeah, if you have to ask the question, what do I need to do to be an MMA fighter? Then you, you're not the person to be an MMA fighter. Agreed. And there was a time where I thought that I never knew, I never thought I was ever going to be a world champion in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I never, I never did. I never did because I knew the realistic expectations that I had for myself and my ability to train as much as necessary to do so. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there was a time going into Brown Belt where I thought I could at least win the master's division world championships. You know, Mm -hmm. like I think you can. I don't know that I can now. Um, Why not? Not like right now, but I mean, yeah. like, I think that you can. 
I, I maybe maybe. Yeah, I mean, like, what's stopping you from taking the next year and just training your ass off? And it, that's it? and that's if I can get my body healthy. Um, I've considered that, like, yeah. just take a run at it, you know. If I can um, have not have a neck injury for more than three months, that's right. You know, <laughs> like I'm starting to have some lower back issues now. Wait, here's my um, question for you, Mitch. Mm -hmm. How do you have six thousand kids and have the time to train? Yeah, and have your job that you do. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. What are you asking me? How does it work? <laughs> huh? How does it work? How does what work? <laughs> <laughs> what I didn't have, I didn't understand the question. Really? <laughs> what did you ask me? So you have like. <laughs> You have 6,000 kids, right? Yep, that's true. And you have the job that you have, which requires you to be gone a lot. Mm -hmm. How do you have the time to train? Because there's 24 hours in a Wait, day. Wait, I don't know. What's the question? <laughs> I make time. Okay. Yeah. yeah but yeah, like we yeah, have yeah. no kids and like I feel like we're always like pressed for time and stuff. Yeah, I train like five times a week. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, plus I, I work. He also goes at like six a.m. I also go. Yeah, I make I make sacrifices for myself. But so. your wife does she not need help with the kids or whatever? Does she have like family? Or? Mm -hmm. Okay. But she doesn't need any. I mean, she oh. she does an awesome job. Like she's really really awesome at what she does. Because um, I can only so, imagine having one kid, and I don't think I could do it. Well, all. so the thing is this, um, and and this is not taking anything away from her. Like I'm not trying to um, s simplify what she does. Um, Monday through Friday during the day. She just has our two-year-old, and then she babysits two other kids. What? Right. She takes on more children? Mm -hmm. She's she's really good at it. So. Oh, my God. Um, this and, lady deserves a medal. <laughs> I deserve a medal. No. And so, <laughs> I, want, I want medals. <laughs> and then and the other kids are at school. Uh -huh. And then uh, they get home about 4 o'clock. Um, I only teach Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Friday nights. So you teach also? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I when I train, I train before my classes. And so like Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'll train for an hour before I teach. Fridays, I typically will do the same thing. I'll train for about 30 minutes before I teach class. Uh, Tuesdays, Thursday mornings, I train with my students in the class. Um, and then I'll go to a, at least one noon class if I'm able to during the week. So that's how I'm able to train. Uh, I don't train on Saturdays and Sundays. Like Saturdays and Sundays are for family. I know you're probably thinking, well, we have a podcast. How's that possible? This is the one thing that she allows me to do. And um, thank you. Right. It's not the one she doesn't allow me to do. It. It's not like, like I had to ask for permission. You well, know? Like she you supports. Do, yeah. You have so. to, there's things that's that, like a pretty awesome woman. Cause you're a busy person. And then to take more time off for the podcast. I mean, she, yeah. congratulations to her. She's we should, you know what we awesome. should do? I want to have a podcast with Mitch's entire family in the room. Oh my God. That's a lot of us. And let you the, don't want that to let happen. Let the kids just do whatever they want to mm -hmm. do. And we're going to have a podcast over it. And no. everybody's going to see what Mitch's life is like. You guys are going to get to hear a lot I of... I don't agree to that. I don't, no, I don't, I don't agree don't to it consent. either. I used to be a preschool teacher, dude. You can't... No, my... You can't, my well, my I've never been a preschool teacher. Older kids are great. It's my two-year-old. Awesome. Let's it, do it. Have you not seen the stuff that I post on Instagram with her? I've yeah, seen, I've seen it. it. Yeah, there's like five videos of her literally just running her horse into the wall over and over again because she doesn't know how to turn it. And then she doesn't care what it is that she hits. Um, Have you ever met me? That's true. That's true. <laughs> if you were to, if you were to say uh, draw or make a movie about Johnny's life, it would probably be just those, you running into stuff. Those five videos, <laughs> Johnny on something, just running into a wall over and over Dude, again. She just she's she's a maniac. My two year old's a maniac. We would get along. Um, no, I get asked a lot. Like, how do I uh, how do I stuff everything I do into a, into the time that I have? But yeah, I I have no idea. 
I just find a way to do it. That time management, I guess. I think it is. It's time management. I think management. you have to at a certain yeah. point. I mean, you just have to learn how to do that. Yeah. I mean, because I'm home Mondays and Wednesday nights and then Saturdays and Sundays, like I said, are for my family. So mathematically, if you think about it, my family gets more time than, than jujitsu and, and work and stuff like that, you know, because I mean, I'm home. Uh, Saturdays are pretty much all family, you know, mm. and then little things, you know, like I never tell my kids no, like if my, if, I should, let me, ref, let me phrase that correctly. If my daughters, I read to my daughters every night mm-hmm. because they ask me. If they don't ask me, then, you know, I'm like, okay, daddy can take a little break. But I never tell them no when they do that, right? Because mm-hmm. it's just something. It, it was something I pulled, you know, and not to say that my dad wasn't a good dad. He was just super busy. Yeah. And so there will be times where like, dad, you want to play catch? He was so tired. He wanted to sleep. And my dad was like right. that too. Yeah. You know? He had to work a job. You know, right. like yeah. he my dad was oil a oil fields. Yes, exactly. So mm-hmm. similar, right? So my dad worked six to six. He worked 12 hour shifts, but he really worked way more than that. Most yeah. likely with your dad too. And so. It wasn't that he didn't want to. It was that he just physically was unable a lot right. of times. But I still remember how it affected me, mm-hmm. right? So I, I don't have animosity toward him now, but I still remember the feelings. And so I always told myself that when I became a dad, I would never, I don't care how tired I was. Because it's like I always say, nobody regrets seeing the Grand Canyon Nobody regrets not seeing the Grand Canyon while they're on their way to the Grand Canyon, right? Yeah. You always regret not seeing it when you've made it very clear that you will never be able to see it again. Right. And so I've kind of had that with as, as a father. It's the same thing. Like, I never want my daughters to ever, or any of my, my son as well, to ever be able to look back and go, you know, I really wish my dad had done this. I mm-hmm. wish we could have done, or me, like, what if something happens to one of my kids? And then now I have to remember every time I told them, no, I don't, I'm too tired to read a a 10 minute story to you. So it's, what is your time worth to you? Right. If those 10 minutes are not worth your children, that's you, that's on you. But to me, that 10 minutes is nothing. How much, how much time do you waste in a day? A lot. Honestly, right. Absolutely. Millions of hours, right? 23 hours. You know, at least. (laughs) 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 So that's the point, right? So like. This, I, one of my biggest pet peeves is anytime somebody says, man, I would love to do this. Or I would love to do that. I just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking liar. That's why I always say like, you're a liar, you know, like, why do I not go to the gym? I always, I'm just like, well, I just don't because I know That's anything so else better. is yeah. going to be an excuse. Some of it, yeah. if it's something personal, like if it's something that I know I should be doing, then, you know, like obviously it's, you know, and I'm, I've always been really honest mm-hmm. with myself. Like I don't do this and I don't, you know, obviously, but, um, a lot of times if somebody's asking me to do something I'm like, man, I just don't have the time because <laughs> I'm like, mm, I just don't want to, Yeah, you know, and I get, day, I get I, personal time too. you know, to my, this is personal time for me. Yeah. You know, I get like an hour, two hours of this Ther- to, you therapy. Know. You get yeah. to vent your feelings. I yeah. almost started a second podcast the other day. Like I was looking at the person thinking about like, man, this would be a really good podcast. And then I was like, no, cause then I would have to do double the work. <laughs> and who I was just, the other person? Uh, well, actually my friend that you talked to, we have really good conversations. Uh, which friend? The one that you did the report. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I could see that'd be interesting. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we have really good conversations about just pure MMA. Mm -hmm. Um, we'll bring up stuff about that. Speaking of which, he has an idea that, uh, but yeah, I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it because it's too much. He did want me to mention that on the podcast and I, I don't know whose side I'm on. About what? The about knife? the knife fighting. Dude, here's the... Th- I still believe... If you... If you pulled a knife on me... Just as a, an average Joe... For me and Mitch, it'd be a different story. Because then it's like... Even if me and Mitch are... 
perfectly even on everything. Now he's got a knife too. Right. And I don't, right? Like that's just an unfair matchup. But we'll say like your average Joe on the street pulls a knife on me. If you're in distance for to stab me with that knife, I bet you I'm gonna kill you before I before I get killed. And like you might stab me and I might die, but you're gonna die first. And you have to set the terms of what is what is considered winning, right? Yeah. Because you you told me yesterday when we talked about this, it's it's not that you don't think that he can't kill you. Mm-hmm. It's that you're just going to kill him first. Right. It takes a lot of stabs to kill somebody yeah. unless you get it like just right in the perfect spot. Correct. And so, uh, and according you, to him, he's, he thinks he could probably nail a couple of pertinent uh, shots. I'm sure that he does think that, but he's wrong. Um, <laughs> we saw my incredible knife techniques this weekend. Yep. Mitch couldn't stop nope, it. He took one right to the right chest. to the sternum. Wasn't yeah. even expecting it. Didn't. Mm-hmm. And who In would? fact, I actually watched him do it. I was just like, "What is this?" <laughs> yeah, I was a curious kitten over there. <laughs> yeah, I lure you into. Yeah, it. you did. Mm-hmm. We were. I, I was. That's not how you win a knife fight. <laughs> that would have been a perfect time for me to employ my knife defense. <laughs> yeah, I just watched. What you if you like perfectly wrist lock? Next time <laughs> we'll plan it out. We'll plan it out next time. Uh, and I just get irate. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So what? far, so far, one and zero for Johnny and knife fights. Yeah. Um, so take that actually, for what it's worth. There was really no fight that Mitch didn't put up a fight. It was mm. just you with a knife. Yeah. Which I, says a lot about I'm, me and right I guess now. I'm you know, like one. I got stabbed in the stomach with a piece of glass one time. So was I subconsciously just accepting death at that point? Was it? I think like, you were. You're just like, well, here it is. Yeah. I've lived a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so th- there you go. I would win then. Yeah, I would absolutely win a knife fight, I think. Um, I think you would too, Mitch. You can do it. I wouldn't. <laughs> I think I Not could. against me, obviously. No, yeah, of course I not. I think you will. I think the issue would just, we wouldn't be trying to win. We would just, like, we would be bleeding out. Yeah. And I'd be like, are you dead yet? We're both, like, stabbing the <laughs> shit out of each other. Like, ah, stop. We're both going to die. Die already. Yeah. I have to win this. I think <laughs> my so plan would be to let them stab me. And, like, while they're stabbing me, like, hold their hand and then put my hand, like, in their eyes. No, that is, I mean, that is a technique. Yep. Most of the damage that the is done when you pull it out. Well, you don't well, want to pull it out. Yeah, pulling it out is what well, does most of the damage. I was just trying to be, like, But I like cool. where your head's at. Yeah. yeah. You, yep. you're, you're. I see you're an American rough and tumble style fighter. Yeah, yeah you could gouge your eyes out. If they stab you, you just stare them back in the eyes, and you go, and they'll explode. "Don't you know that pain is in the mind?" Yeah, or just say, "I'm not <laughs> blinking." Just be like, what the fuck? I'll just be like. Hmm. So that's a true story. My supervisor did that one time when he was younger, when he first joined the military. Um, Somebody stabbed him. No, 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 no. He went. He was like in this really ghetto area of, the, of town in Jacksonville, and this dude walked up to him and was like. It was like in the middle of the night. They're in this apartment complex. I guess him and his buddy were trying to like pick up some chicks or whatever. And, uh, you know, this is like the the late 80s, maybe early 90s. Mm-hmm. And um, and he said that this dude comes up to him, like knocks on the window, you know, and he's in the passenger seat. And he rolls it like halfway down because he's like, you know, I know what this do- I'm not trying to. I know your games. I know what you're trying to do. So he like rolls it halfway down. And the guy's like, hey, man, you got a lighter? And he's just like, yeah. Yeah. So he hands him his lighter, you know, and the dude starts like walking off with it. And he's like, Hey man, bring my lighter back here, dude. Like he's like pissed, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and the guy walks over and, um, he's like, he rolls the window down and he puts his hand out the window, like give me my fucking lighter, dude. And the guy puts a cigarette out on his hand (laughs) and like my supervisor, like didn't flinch. And he just looks at the guy and he's like, don't you know the pain is in the mind? (laughs) And he's like, the dude just took off running. It's like, (laughs) what the fuck? This crazy white guy. (laughs) So, but he was like super drunk when he did it. So that's the only reason he didn't feel anything. I've always hoped that like if somebody pulled a gun on me or something, I'd just stare at him. 
And I think that'd be really intimidating. I'm it's just... like um like that movie Dinner for Schmucks where he plays like a possum. Have you uh, seen that? Uh, no. Oh, it's one of the best movies ever. It has uh um Steve Carell in it and uh that's his defense to everything is to play possum. So he just pretends to be dead. <laughs> He's already dead. <laughs> Speaking of movies, Lizzie knows uh she has a monologue that she can do from Austin Powers. I'm not ready, don't ask me to do that. She can it's do an entire monologue. She can do the entire. I think it's about time to wrap up the podcast. <laughs> she can do the entire Doctor Evil pod, uh, the Doctor Evil podcast, the Doctor Evil uh, monologue, where he like talks about uncut? his father. Yeah, just goes after it. Yeah, she can. She can do it. She can also do accents really well too. What accents can you do? I what are you talking about? What did accents? you do to do your SpongeBob? Uh, Let me hear your SpongeBob. One eternity later. Oh, that's it. not an accent, Bob. <laughs> it is an accent. One eternity One later. One eternity later. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good, good, right? Yeah. That's pretty good. It sounds just like SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, what's the... It's like the narrator's voice. There's a couple other ones you do well. What's another one you do? Nacho Libre, you do pretty do well. Do Nacho Libre. No, I don't do Nacho Libre. Do Nacho Libre. Uh, I just... The old, I only believe in science. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an accent. Um, My favorite quote. Oh, Borat. Borat's the one you do well. Oh. Yeah. Which so one? a bang bang is skeet skeet blank. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> just a couple Way of... to go for the most controversial <laughs> quote you could. Just a couple of pimps, no hoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, I'm going to have her study the... She needs to memorize the Dr. Evil monologue. I would like to do well, it for I the do, next time. I know it. I just don't want to... That's a lot. For the next podcast, we're waiting. That's That'll be the that's intro. That's gonna be the intro. Oh, that's good. You just like we're not even gonna say anything. You're just gonna do it, and then as soon as it's done, it's gonna go some, right into. There's it. some pieces that are missing. That's okay. That's well, where you can look it up. Pick them up. Memorize yeah. it. Yeah. I'm not gonna memorize. It. I'm excited. Yeah. Subscribe to the Patreon if you want to hear Lizzie uh, do her monologue of Doctor Evil. Shoot us some DMs. You guys yeah. remember? Did you ever have that? Remember? She also um, raps too. You oh, I rap. can see. What? I can rap like every Eminem song. Yeah. She Get can, out of town. Eminem, go. Yeah. Do it. No. I'm not going to... What? I don't have Which any... Which one's your favorite? Uh, I can... Mom, I, spaghetti. spaghetti. Spaghetti, spaghetti. Spaghetti. I can rap all of Mockingbird, like, from the beginning to the end. That's the hush little bit. Yeah. Can you do like, Can you do one of his better ones, though? Like, no. one of the ones people know? No. You don't know any, like, that's good it. songs? That's the only option you have. What about Little Purple Pill? Can you do that one? <laughs> no. That's can't a good do one. That. Um, yeah, if you... That's what we're Can you do, do Dr. Dre? You rap. Oh, yeah. On, uh, what about Easy E? Ice Cubes and DOCs. Snoop D-O-Double-G. The group that said, motherfuck the police. <laughs> <laughs> that, is D-O- that is Dr. Dre. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's from the chronic. Yeah. Yep. I have a talented girlfriend. You wait. Yeah. We're going to show good her things up. to come. <laughs> Love uh, money, gang. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be posting some more stuff on our Instagram soon, too. Uh, so maybe we'll get Lizzie to rap on there. So go subscribe to our Instagram. Again, the Rough and Tumble Podcast. T-H-E Rough and Tumble Podcast. Are you going to post T-H-E. that? T-H-E. Yeah, everybody keeps forgetting the. to put the. I know. Well, people have asked a thousand times, like, is it R-O-U-G-H or is it R-U-F-F? And I'm like, what, what? is this? It's not fucking rough. DMX. Yeah, I'm not like, Rough Riders. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. That's what I was thinking. I, but then again, you've talked about how much you like that one president that was in the Rough Riders. What's his name? What? The, okay, it's time to wrap things up here. <laughs> Which one? Donald Trump? Yeah, you remember he took out the Native Americans in the Rough Riders? <laughs> <laughs> this is history right there. In the Battle of Iwo Jima. 
None of that's true. You're making all that Battle up. Battle of Iwo Jima. No um, one's ever heard of that. What is that guy's name? He Which had one? the glasses. He was the one that was the... Remember we talked about him when we talked about American Rough and Tumble? He boxed. Whoever figures it out first oh. gets a free patch. Talking? Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. There we go. Yeah. Bingo. Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Anyways. He was. That guy's my spirit animal. But that that's probably that could be why that they guy's think my it's spirit animal. R-U-F-F. That's Wait, probably what it is. Did he spell it like Lame. that? Teddy Roosevelt? Was it R-U-F-F? He was in the Rough Riders, wasn't he? Or was that just DMX that spelled it I think it was just DMX that spelled it that way. We should do a whole episode on Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. That guy was a fucking monster. Yeah. In a good way. Savage. Ever tell you about the time that I put it? Don't say savage. Sorry. I will have that triggered? Huh? You just a little. said spirit animal. Now I said savage. Yeah, go those ahead. are. You guys realize that I'm part Native American. I'm allowed to say these things. <laughs> Why do you guys isn't, say that? Isn't everybody part everybody, Native American? Yeah. yeah. So it's not. It's not cultural appropriation when it is of your culture. My great 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 grandmother was 100 percent Cherokee. Oh, okay. I thought we were just saying not to say it because it was like no. a white girl thing to say. I don't. No. Yeah, that's all I was saying. Oh no, I was saying it legitimately. Like I had. Mitch had to take level. it to another level. I'm Native American. Okay. All right, so thanks for listening to the Rough and Double podcast. Why would you podcast. guys not believe me? <laughs> Lizzie's gonna, Lizzie's gonna call us out. Okay, the Instagram you need to subscribe to it mm-hmm. um, for good content because we, we need got, to hit two hundred followers. What are we at? That's We're the like, next stop. Is, is, yeah. is Clint like, our official meme maker? Yeah, Clint's the meme maker. Thanks, Clint. Clint. Shout out! I mean, dude. Yeah, so, good job. Just He's, one after another. So there's good. he sends me a lot that I just can't simply can't post. What? 140. We have Why 140 don't you followers. Send them to me. I want to see him. Okay. Yeah, there is one that Clint, you. Clint, send them really to like. me also. I want to see him. Um. Apparently, they get around the the gym. The ones that don't get posted, everybody yeah. in the gym. It's season. not the only thing that gets around the gym. Hey yo, Cole Miller. Um, oh no. Oh, us, here we go. Cole Miller said that uh, <laughs> that he thinks that our seminar was probably pretty awesome. Cole Miller said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Garrett Stallings. Cole Miller. Uh, Mitch here wants to suck your dick. Just, oh, just true. letting you know. Um, that's not true, Cole. Unless, <laughs> no, 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 I didn't say that. Uh, Garrett Stallings said that seminar was amazing, full of great techniques and camaraderie. Just crappy spelling. Oh, yep. that's probably true. <laughs> we didn't talk about any geography during the uh, seminar. That's what did we spell good. wrong? Huh? What did we spell wrong? What's he uh, referring I don't to? Know. What are you referring to, Garrett? I thought that was just general, like yeah, you're bad spellers. Oh my! We buddy. did bad math. Oh, it's because uh, oh, it says the old rough and stumble seminar was awesome. Always a blast catching up and learning from you, man. Um, oh, I think maybe we spelled it wrong on the. Uh, Rough and stumble. Somebody, yeah. we had to have misspelled it on the on the. It's like a play on words. Rough and, I hope so. I like maybe the rough and humble podcast. Because I know I uh, posted uh, cane one or cone one and all come. Yeah, I did make some spellings wrong. That's okay. Autocorrect. Why don't people just get over it and we move on with their lives? <laughs> I hate every Reddit post I've ever made. I put a comma in the wrong spot or misspell something i don't capitalize dude reddit is a fucking bitch to edit yeah and dude they... i'll tell you who's nailing it lately matt blank you remember him mm-hmm. you know matt yeah he's one of my buddies dude he's killing it out there in uh on, arizona on reddit no just i don't know about reddit <laughs> oh he... just in general just in general yeah he's he's got a uh the undisputed gym mm-hmm. and uh he had who has the black belt blueprint? What's that guy's name? Nicholas mm-hmm. Nick Gregorius. Nicholas Marigali. No, no. Nick Gre- Gre- Gregoria. Yeah, uh, he had out, him out there for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Dream was on his like uh, mm-hmm. his little thing, his uh, yeah, website. Dude, he, he uh, he's out there hustling, man. He competes a shit ton too, man. Mm-hmm. He's got some, you know, 
He just grinds it out. You know what I found out? Um, I had applied for Fight to Win like a year ago, and I thought that they never replied back. Or like I I signed up for a Fight to Win, mm-hmm. and I thought that they had never replied back. And then I was going through my junk email, and they did. <laughs> yeah, and they did. Somehow it got. I either deleted it without realizing it, or it got sent straight to my junk. That's too funny. Email. And they said, like, "No, you're not eligible." They were like, uh, we'll pay you like $3,000. Yeah. We, we've heard you were kind of a big deal. Another missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, could have met myself from the future, but I forgot. Oh. Yeah. What if, but I guess future self would know that I forgot and mm-hmm. probably just didn't show up. That's probably what it was. Yeah. He didn't show up. Nah, that's what it is. He knew that I was going to forget. Didn't show up next time, buddy. I'll see you next time. Future Johnny. We got to talk about time traveling next time. Oh, that would be a really good one. I love that idea. I just of love the idea of time traveling. Yes. Who doesn't? I mean, you I can't agree. not, right? Like, I agree. If, there's just so many rules. That's the unfortunate part. Like you, there's so many things you, you have to make sure look at, I mean, quantum leap was a good example. Back to the future itself. Yeah. Stephen yeah. Hawking thinks that you cannot go back into the future only forward. Oh, that's interesting. Because it works like static when, or uh, once it's already done on a microphone. Now think about, think about how feedback on a microphone works. No idea how if, it does. Okay, let's say that this is the microphone, and I mm-hmm. put the speaker that the microphone is picked up here. Right. The sound goes in, comes out the speaker, then goes back into the microphone, comes back mm-hmm. out. And so it creates uh, static. It's uh, a loop. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, that's what he thinks happens if we time travel into the past. Mm. You can't see into the past. You can't go into the past because it creates a loop that creates static. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Because, I mean, if I even time traveled into an hour from now or, you know, an hour behind us, I've now written myself. I I would have seen myself. Yeah. And you're you know? catching up with where you currently Yeah, were. exactly. So instead, if you move to the future, then, then you're going, time yeah, you're going catching forward. Up with you. Yeah. That makes sense, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about but, like the Elon Musk theory that like, we're all just, uh, I also, yeah, that's, that's the human experience. One. Is that yeah. like, we're all part of a, we're in a, like a game or something mm-hmm. like that. How about into, like an how about how that relates to why we see or why we feel ghosts? Like, do you think that that's just like a loop that yeah, that's we were what I told, in? We mean, Johnny we? talked about yeah. that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. On one of the first episodes when we talked about ghosts and stuff, that's oh. what I believe. I believe, um, and I'm glad I'm not the only person now. So I believe that when we, like for all these haunted places, like uh, yeah. Heber Springs, whatever, the, you know, the Crescent Hotel, mm-hmm. it's always the same thing, right? You mm-hmm. always see the same lady, the same cat, the same yeah. piano. And I think it's because it's on a loop. I think that something in the time-space continuum has ripped or shredded or made so, a jump off track. I think an energy was left behind. Yeah, like a, like right. An energy. Something is just going zoop, Like a blueprint zoop, that's zoop. just yeah, constantly on repeat. repeating. Yeah. yeah. I agree 100% with that. It's an interesting theory. Mm -hmm. It really is. Because we've already mathematically proven the existence of gravity. We've mathematically proven the existence of time. You know what I want to do? Stop talking because I want to tell you about what I want to do. And go. I want to I want to book a trip to the Crescent Hotel for yeah. all three of us and we and do a podcast in the room. Now. Let's do Ooh. it now. Let's Dude, do it. I'm oh my gosh, let's 100% down. Let's spend your $250 on a <laughs> on a room. Yeah. <laughs> the Crescent Hotel. Isn't that such a we good idea? We could totally do that. Yeah. yeah. And totally there's good. even We'd have uh, to have a laptop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, honestly, we could bring the my computer. We would just Good know, luck getting it to work in the haunted hotel. Oh, all I need is to plug it in. It doesn't need how internet. You, how are you going to get internet connection? You don't need internet connection. It wouldn't oh, be alive. I guess, I yeah. guess you're right. It'd be yeah. like, yeah. There's other ways too. So in the future, when we, Wait, get, we gonna... when we get a new one, we'll get new mic stands too. Because okay. 
uh spoiler alert we're gonna be moving studios and so we're gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna have to we're gonna be a traveling podcast for a while but mm-hmm. um there's a way to record straight into an sd card so you basically could take that mixer not this one but a nicer one you take that with you um record straight into the sd card so you don't need anything did you guys bake a cake before i got here no it's this damn candle that she bought dude it smells like fucking cookies and all it makes I me want hungry right now is brownies all the time i just assumed that lizzie was Bob, baking. can we go get brownies oh my gosh <laughs> we have like, food i really want to say no but my body's telling <laughs> oh, me yeah. yes all it takes is time See? yeah you wore her down and she's gonna get mad at me later for not like yeah. telling her no and she knows better she knows that i can't i can't say no is and that's why we don't have sweets in the house because they eat no, them all. No, yeah, because you like I buy them and he eats them all. Yeah, I use the. Um, Do you want me to help you or not? No, I don't want you to. <laughs> I eat all eat the junk all. food that comes in the house, so that so you don't have to. Eat it. Exactly. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> I have no self control with sugar. My biggest, um, my biggest dietary faux pas, faux pas, flip pox, is um, I eat giant bowls of Lucky Charms. Really? Yeah, at like 10 30 oh. at night in the bed. yeah oh yeah i'll do that you want to know where it came from i'll tell you okay. so here's why i do it so my dad was really strict growing up so most of the things i do as an adult are because of that mm-hmm. and so i was only allowed to have one bowl of cereal we had four kids right well i'm the oldest of six but four of them lived in my house um the other ones were born after the fact and so we had to make groceries last obviously mm-hmm. i get it now as an adult but uh I was only allowed to have one bowl of cereal before class, uh, school every morning. So you make a so, huge fucking bowl? No. We never had the daddy bowl. Mm. And so, uh, it like, I remember one time, I didn't, I never knew if my dad was home or not, right? Because um, he would work from six to six, but sometimes he'd get home much later than six in the morning. Sometimes he was home earlier than six. It just, you never really knew. And so, um, and usually if he was home, the door to the bedroom was shut, which opened up into the kitchen anyways. Well, this one morning it wasn't. And so I was like, well, dad must not be home. Otherwise, he would have shut the door so we can sleep. And uh, I made two bowls of cereal. He didn't say a word to me. I get home from school. All day, I've had this great day because I started the day off with two bowls of Lucky Charms. <laughs> like, the day cannot get better, right? And uh, I get home, and uh, out of nowhere, like, I'm he doing my homework. the Lucky Harm? Yeah, dude. He walked over, and he goes, you know the rule. <laughs> Only one bowl of cereal. And I was like, yes, sir. And so I told myself... When I get older, if I want fucking cereal. So now I, uh, I have a giant, what I call the daddy bowl. And so uh, about three times a week. About You're 10, lucky. 30, See, we, I never got Lucky Charms or any brand name cereal. And when oh, we yeah. did buy cereal, it was like. It was it's, called, it's called Malto Meal. Yeah. It's yeah. the name of the. So I say Lucky Charms because it's just easier, right? Same reason everybody says, you guys want a Coke? Yeah, what kind? Dr. Pepper, right? So no. I grew up calling. Those are different. I, I, I agree with you on that. I don't say that. But I grew up, everything was Coke, and then you had to determine which one of those you hmm. wanted. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, People from Louisiana don't have a really, very big vocabulary. No, we only know like six words. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Like Coke? Yeah. Wow, Mitch, you're doing well for you. One of them is Hardy. <laughs> Hardy Mart? Uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so the, I have a more traumatizing story of why I am a sugar addict. This is why I, I mean Johnny can't out. get in knife fights. Yeah, I figured this out this uh this weekend and it's never dawned on me and why because diabetes runs in your family but that too <clears throat> anyways when i lived in germany we lived on the turkish border um for a brief time and my mom and i rode the bus every morning and my mom could speak german enough to sound like she was 
stupid. Mm. Um, I didn't speak any German. I, she sounded like uh, the Inglorious Bat, like Brad Pitt from Inglorious yeah, Bastards. Yeah, Arrivederci. Um, Arrivederci. They thought they they thought she was German, but just a stupid German. Just a stupid you know? German. Um, and I spoke just nothing but English. I thought when people spoke German, they were saying bad words, <laughs> um, which I still kind of think that. But uh, anyways, there was a U.S. soldier that got on to the bus in uh, uniform. And a Turkish man walked up behind him and stuck a shiv up his uh, in his spine and killed him. Whoa. And uh, so that is the place where you want to hit if you're trying to mm-hmm. stop somebody. Um, anyways, and they closed the door. He was like on the first step. And uh, the guy ran off and they closed the door and started to drive off. The guy fell over. And that's when they figured out that something happened. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this, of course, terrified us and my mom and was afraid that we were going to get attacked or something. So and her idea was when we would ride the bus... She would take gummy bears and M&M's, and anytime I'd start talking, she'd just shove them in my mouth and <laughs> shut me up. And so <laughs> every time I'd be like, Mom, and I'd get a bunch of M&M's in my mouth. <laughs> and so now when I talk, I expect sweet things. <laughs> I expect food and goodies. So anytime your mouth is open. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm always talking. <laughs> I want food. Why is anybody feeding me? You guys knew the rules. I've said so many words somewhere. What did you guys do in your family? Yeah. Not so that. It created this like weird complex. That is weird. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. I think that's where why I'm... I love sugar so much. Yeah, that, like that my um, my dad like couldn't go to Walmart without buying a whole chocolate cake because your mom what and coming, a yeah, whole chocolate cake. He actually, cake? my mom like oh. banned him. His favorite food, his favorite like dessert is like those German chocolate fudge cakes that are just like layers and layers of fudge. Um, and mm. so my mom banned him from going to the grocery store because every time he went, he came back with a cake. Wow, but, this sounds like our future. Go ahead. Yeah, I much. I. Um, Do you want to go get brownies after this? And pizza? <laughs> and I'm pizza? not answering that question. The My favorite dessert in the entire world ice is ice cream mixed with cake. Oh, yeah. Like taking cake and actually mixing it up. Gross. Oh, my God. That oh, my God. That's the most. How, Were you one of those kids that waited till your ice cream to Ugh. melt before Mm-mm. you ate it? I like it? to eat it like it is. Nah. It's so good. Good. Wedding cake is like my most favorite like sweets. Like that taste it's of like a, the almond. Is that a. Is that a flavor? Like the wedding cakes, they do taste different like yeah, than a, a normal bit. white cake. It's they a little bit more delicate. Cake? Like yeah. the name of the, the flavor. The icing and like it has like an almond flavor to it's it. Called wedding cake. Yeah. Mm. It was birthday like, cake. Have you ever been to a wedding and had cake? Think of birthday cake flavor. Yeah, but it was always. It wasn't called wedding cake. It was called uh, well, you know, chocolate. Okay, or, well, it's uh, not the velvet. chocolate. It's like the white almond. Anyway. Traditional hmm. wedding. Cake. I found out the hard way that red velvet was not a flavor. Ugh, red velvet's disgusting. Do you know if you, you know it's just chocolate cake, right? No, that's it. It's just no, chocolate. No, it has cake. like other stuff in no, it. No, it doesn't. It red, I found that out. It has red velvet. It just has red velvet dye in it. That's it. Oh. I know. It blew my mind too. I was like, I love you red velvet. You know why cake. I don't like it is because every time it's made, it has uh the what is it the uh, red dye number four. No, it what's interacts with your riddle. Cream. What kind of cream? Oh, not sour, sour cream. Yeah, it has sour cream. No, no. Cream have sour cheese. cream and chives. Cream, cream cheese. cheese icing. I hate cream <laughs> cheese icing. I Lizzie doesn't like uh, sour cream and chives on her wedding cake. No, I don't either. I That's really gross. don't like chocolate cake that much either. I love, Do we like chocolate? I love cake? cake. Do we like chocolate cake? Do we? Do we? Well, what kind of question? I mean, is when that? are we ever eating chocolate? Do cake? Do we like chocolate cake? I don't know. I like chocolate cake. Okay, it's time to wrap up the podcast. What kind of question? I it like says, chocolate and I like cake. Is red velvet cake just chocolate cake? Yes. <laughs> red food coloring is used in red velvet cake, though both types of cake contain cocoa, cocoa, cacao, 
chocolate cake is lacking that buttermilk and vinegar combination that is so important to red velvet. You were right. <laughs> the two cakes have a similar cocoa taste, but red velvet is much more fine and rich than chocolate because apparently it uses buttermilk and vinegar. Mm. Ew. All right. Well, uh, would never okay. have guessed vinegar. Well, on that, we're expecting your rough and tumble red velvet cakes in the mail, and we love you. This <laughs> is this is it. So, um, yeah, subscribe to the Patreon and our Instagram and our YouTube, and listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Are Spotify, you with his feet? and uh, you can you can get feet pics uh, from me if you <laughs> no, Venmo me you or have- subscribe to my OnlyFans. A hundred dollars each. There's not a lot that Johnny won't do for me. I'll send you Polaroids in my feet. Anyways, love you. Bye. Bye. See ya.